Hi, uh, my name is Raf. I am playing Grinner, a barbarian human uh, running from his past as an ex-soldier, now turned mercenary. Hey everyone, I'm, I'm Jared. I, um, I'm playing the character of Luther. Uh, he's a Dampier. Uh, he is a fighter that specializes in firearms, bit of an investigator, and I am the great, great, great uncle of uh, Grinner. Hi, I'm Jacob. I'm playing Tithla, the Goblin Ranger. Uh, she is a wonderful hunter and medical genius. Hi, I'm Haz. I'm playing uh, Theodore Ursa, the satyr druid, who's a kind of a, a charismatic druid who's unwillingly taken Tifla un under his under his wing as she's followed him through the, the forest for the past few months. G'day, I'm Tom. I'm playing Jonal, the Asimir wizard. Um, he is on the pursuit of good and evil, uh, finding out the best and worst in this world, and he's doing that with a little bit of naivety and optimism. And I'm Owen, the Dungeon Master of our Curse of Strahd campaign. Hello! Hello! Hello, everyone. Hello, hello. Ooh. Welcome back to the Lost Archives, everybody. How you doing? It's lovely to have you all here. We're back playing Curse of Strahd tonight, which is the premier horror campaign. Uh, for Dungeons Dragons 5th edition. Joining us again tonight from the Roll Together RPG stream is Josh. Hi. <laughs> and there's a wee bit of latency <laughs> just while he finds his mute button. How, how you doing? Welcome back. I'm good. I'm good. How are you? Yeah, thank you for having a good back. sleep. I did. He's woken up bright and <laughs> early. Because it's like 10 o'clock in the morning here, so. He's had a lovely sleep in. He's got an actual sword in his video background, I've just noticed, which is awesome. That's not Aragorn's sword from... No, that's the oh. Sword of Omens from Thundercats. Oh, amazing. Oh, my God, amazing. <laughs> <laughs> that's fantastic. Um, no, that's 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 awesome. I'm a huge fan of that. Um, now, uh, obviously, for those of you who joined us last week, um, you will know that Josh is uh, a DM and player uh, at various times for the Roll Together RPG, as well as um, host of various uh, podcasts and talk shows. The uh, chat episode, which uh, we were doing, we recorded a, a, over a week ago, now came out this Friday. It was, uh, it was out on the Roll Together RPG. The link will be in the description. I'll also quickly chuck it into um, chat as well to make sure that those of you who are watching live can go check it out. Make sure you head over to twitch.tv slash RollTogetherRPG. Um, and go watch that. We had a lovely sit down, rolled some dice to determine questions and chat out, had a really cool chill out. It was really fun. I had a, I had a lovely time. Um, so make sure you go chill. and check. It was very chill. It was very chill. More, more chill than, um, oh God, I've just seen like my face and I don't like my face very much. Um, That's fair. Just okay. in we general. Like just, just in general. I'm just not a huge fan. Um, but yeah, oh, you can go check that out it. on Talk Together, <laughs> which is I'm the- surprised uh, to hear a compliment from Jacob. That's shocking. He did turn his camera off though, so that we knew that he didn't actually mean it, so that it was just the audio, um, not like his face. Because I can't stop laughing, I had to mute yeah. myself. So, <laughs> so like he can he can claim yeah. down the line that that was like some AI voice thing that I programmed to to say it for yeah. him, and yeah. <laughs> he's just he's just future proofing himself. Um, so yeah, please make sure you go and check out that episode of Talk Together over at twitch.tv slash Roll Together RPG. Um, we had a lot of fun. Raph, that is a massive fucking stein you're drinking from. I just <laughs> okay very distracting um 
and yeah make sure you go and check it out we we had a great time and it's uh, it's so cool having josh come and rejoin us again as a as guest character killian for uh, for our curse of strad rejoining us who was absent for the previous session has is back fresh and tanned from his time in egypt <laughs> very faintly thank you, thank you. <laughs> <laughs> and, uh, had a lovely lovely time uh, over in uh, over in egypt i hear yeah you know it was, it was a absolutely great sorry i, I was distracted by my absolute noob move in the in the twitch chat trying to do my little theodore emoji and failing miserably <laughs> <laughs> you manually typed it that's, a, that's an interesting I, I call. Did, I did <laughs> some friendly character there helped you out though i don't know egypt was absolutely unreal so mummies crawled in a tomb felt like indiana jones fantastic and did you did you steal anything from the sahara oh that is really cool I was going to say, yeah. did you steal anything for the British Museum? Because um, that's always a classic move for white people in Egypt. Just take I things and then not. claim that it's archaeology. Um, I gave them a call, see if they needed anything else. Apparently, they were chockers already. So. Chockers already. They've already stolen every cultural artifact. Yeah. With, um, expatriated um, artifacts from around the yeah. world. Yeah, that's, yeah, well, fair enough. I mean, there's only so many uh, items you can put on display. The rest you keep in storage in a massive cellar that no one can ever see, hear, or uh, interact with, despite the cultural significance that uh, may be attributed to it. And uh, Just so long as you got them, doesn't exactly. matter. Exactly. Yeah, yeah, that's that's the important <laughs> part. <laughs> is the British Museum run by a dragon? It's, it's, that's, it's run, <laughs> sounds like it's run by now, a dragon. That would be a fun one-shot. <laughs> yeah, the dragon mm. called the Monarchy. Maybe you've heard yeah. of that. <laughs> 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 that one <laughs> oh man Put, Josh, Josh you want to chip in yeah I feel like you probably as a Brit yeah. as a Brit I can agree <laughs> fantastic that's I, I'd never consider that but actually maybe that's maybe all museums are secretly run by dragons it would make a lot of sense technically I guess the Vatican archives must be as well because they host uh, slash uh, stole I mean host a lot of uh, a lot of items from around the world as well. Um, not to mention the uh, several crusades that were launched against the uh, Middle East to uh, locate said gold and keep it nice and safe away from those who actually uh, owned it. Got to keep uh, it safe. Really maybe it is. Look, gold is yeah. for hoarding. Like that's a fact. Maybe maybe it is a dragon that. Uh, no, you're thinking of wealth. There has <laughs> that, that could be distributed a little little more evenly. Gold, you can hoard that. <laughs> oh my goodness! Before before we get too political and. Um, <laughs> The uh, and Boris Johnson comes and shuts down our stream. Uh, let, let us do a lovely recap to get back into the the zone of things. We uh, we had a very very awesome session last week, and I'm keen to keep the uh, keep the fun rolling. Now has obviously uh, missed out on last session as he was away. I'm going to do a recap to get him back into the zone, and we're going to jump in with Theo's character first initially because the rest of you guys headed down into the crypt below the Church of Saint Andrew, while Theo went to go wake up. Um, father lucian petrovich so we're gonna jump in with theo first uh once we've done that you've you've has you really haven't got the hang of these emojis have you <laughs> that one was intentional oh okay <laughs> just checking um alrighty. let me do a quick recap and we will jump straight back into the session the newest team of the tempest adventuring guild have found themselves lost in the dangerous realm of barovia trapped by strange magics the group have now traveled westward away from the sinister castle which reportedly houses the immortal ruler of these lands the group have been exploring the town of Valaki, drawn into the local politics in a big way since their arrival. Having now left the Wachter house almost annihilated, with only two surviving members, the team have turned their attention to Baron Vargas Valakovich, mayor of the town. After Jonor and Theo met with the Baron's son Victor in the town square, they followed him back into his secret study in the attic, under the guise of helping him fix a faulty teleportation circle. 
They quickly discovered Victor had been learning magic from a dark book, one which presented complex magic he couldn't control, leading directly to the death of a maid and chimney sweep, and also causing the madness currently afflicting Stella Wachter. After confiscating the books, the team headed back to the church of St. Andrew for a rest, but found themselves bumping into another adventurer, Killian. While talking through their experiences, the team heard a disturbance from the crypt below the church. Heading down, they found a beautiful vampire mage attempting to summon spirits. A surprise attack from Grinner caused the spell to go wild though, which resulted in the spirits attacking everyone within the crypt. After a brutal and very, very rough fight, the vampire tried to flee. However, could not get far enough away from the twin eldritch blast beams unleashed. Uh, as a result of Killian's attacks. And we left off last session as the vampire mage running down the hallway, attempting to get back up through the crypt entrance. Takes two Eldritch Blasts to the back and you watch as she just drops, slamming face first into the stone, the body sliding for about a meter just from the sheer velocity uh, at which she was moving. <laughs> and that is where we left off last session. We're gonna jump over to Theo. Theo, from your perspective, this is what you missed last session. As you guys arrived back at the Church of St. Andrew, you bumped into a strange figure, one you didn't recognize. And this is a perfect opportunity to get Josh to quickly describe his character again for the podcast listeners who might have forgotten. Sorry to put you on the top there, yes. Josh. <laughs> so, uh, Killian is a half-elf with relatively nice kept hair, grey patches all over the place, nice beard, Plenty of scars all over the place. He's missing his left hand and his left arm is completely exposed. No armor or anything on it. It's got loads of scars all down it. Some of them fresh, some of them not. Carries a rather large jug on one of his hips and a sword on the other hip. And he's wearing very basic breastplate armor and leather trousers. So when you arrived back at the church, Killian was there waiting for you. It seemed he was uh, looking for someone who matched Grinner's description. However, once Grinner stepped into the church, it was clear that Grinner was not the person Killian was looking for. During your conversations with Killian, you learned that he had come to Barovia some time previously with a group of adventurers. But over time, some have fallen, some have become lost, and Killian is now alone, still searching for his adventuring party, still trying to find the, the comrades he entered the mists with. And one of them, a human kind, a, a scarred human, kind of matched Grinner's description on a very surface level. After it became apparent that Grinner was not the person he was looking for, Killian was a little bit sort of, I'd say, confused as to where to sort of head next. It sounded like Killian wasn't really sure how much he could trust the party more sort of wanting to offer words of advice and uh i can see shaking head being like don't trust us at all yeah yeah. <laughs> yeah um wanting wanting to kind of offer words of advice that he would have appreciated when he first came through into the mists but again yeah still not sure how much he can trust you uh and how much of the corruption of these lands might have set in already when it became clear that you guys were very fresh to uh to this realm and hadn't had much of a chance to uh experience many of the horrors and dangers um it, killing sort of seemed to trust you guys a little bit more. There was there was a bit less of that distance there. The conversation was interrupted though when yeah, the sounds of almost like chanting and banging could be heard underneath the crypt. While the rest of the party rushed off, 
Theo, you ran in to go and fetch Father Lucian Petrovich, knowing that the bones of St. Andrew, the, the bones of that saint that you had gone to such efforts to recover, including murdering an entire, well, almost an entire family of people uh, to that recover. Was we that was Raspid. That was Raspid, that's true. To be, to be fair, that wasn't any of you, that was a guest character. <laughs> it was Raspid and the stairs. We, we didn't yeah. actually kill anyone. Is that a suicide then, if you just held yeah. himself down? Uh, uh, that's quite a suicide. No, that's an unhappy accident. accident. It was an accident. Yeah, yeah it's an accident. accident. Misadventure, I think, would be the official term. Um, but yeah, uh, knowing that the bones, like the last you saw of them, you'd handed over to Lucian to, to the priest, to Father Petrovich. I think in that moment, Theo was kind of worried. Oh fuck! Like, what's happening down the crypt? Where are the bones? Has he put them down there? Like, what are we going to be heading into? Um, Theo, as you rush into Father Lucian's room and try to shake him awake. He takes a while to wake up. When he finally does sort of blinking, bleary-eyed, you can see that he is looking a bit odd. There's like a very... Because your, your passive perception, I think, is like 14 or 13, uh, I think, remember, isn't it? No, it's 16. 16. Yeah, he, he is pale, looking almost like he is malnourished or a bit underfed or, or maybe a bit iron deficient as well, like looking very, uh, very pale. <laughs> I'll go, and I'll as go you, and roll a medicine check. I'm like, oh, okay, that that that. Check you can definitely good. no, you definitely definitely please feel free to roll a medicine check. It didn't come. Oh, okay, go ahead. Natural one. I um, have no idea what this could possibly be. Total of four. Um, dude needs to eat more spinach or something. Uh, like probably probably <laughs> like, like you then. I'd say at this point you're like, oh, he's been partaking of that communion wine a bit too much. It's probably leaching his. Uh, leaching his liver's ability to filter his own blood. He's, he's looking a bit. He needs to really lay off the communion wine. And as you sort of shake him awake and he comes to a bit confused and a bit um, a bit dazed. Uh, uh, yes, uh, Theo. What are you doing in my room? Um, I thought I just I came to check on the bones. Um, uh, we hear some unholy chanting coming from the crypt. I uh, just wanted to make sure that you were able to successfully reinstate them into the church to give the town its protections from the crypt oh no i nothing to worry about my boy i haven't had a chance to put the bones back on display yet they're they're in a silver box underneath and then you watch this say slumps down and almost falls semi asleep again can i give him some little slap to try and wake him up and get that last bit out of him yeah absolutely oh theo my boy what are you doing in my room uh, Father, the, the lockbox is the bones. Where is it? Oh, it's underneath the altar in a special hidden compartment. Does that sound like the place we found them the first time? No, no, no. That that's the crypt that's hidden below the church. Um, you've, I mean, you, you've never heard of any secret compartment under the altar, probably because it is secret. Um, Checks out. I I would like to slap a little healing word into this guy on, on my way out. Just make sure he doesn't die from anemia while I'm gone. As, as you slap a healing word into him, which, again, does not require touch. We've discussed healing <laughs> word being a, a healing word. As you slap a healing word into him, um, he a, a little bit of colour comes back into his cheeks and his eyes, that sort of glazed over glassy look. Um, a bit of his normal shrewdness kind of comes back in and he shakes his head a little bit, wipes his eyes and goes, feels at his neck for some reason and sort of like holds his hand there for a minute as if like rubbing something sore before taking his hand away. Oh, oh, you said something about chanting below the church, the crypt. Yes, this is what we heard. Um, we found a 
somewhat scarred man hanging outside the front. He seems quite nice. Um, oh, Killian, yes, Roman no, man, he's but... he's lovely. I, I met him before. He seemed like a nice young lad. I offered him some food, and he said he was looking for someone who matched uh, a friend Grinner's description. So I, I set him up and looked like he needed some place warm and out of the rain to, to wait for you. Good, yes, so we talked to him, and as we were chatting, oh, we started hearing some, some chanting from the crypt. Oh, not good. Not good at all. Uh, you better go and check on that. I'll I'll go check on the bones underneath the altar. All right. Um, just should we? Do you need help putting them in their proper place? I'll I feel keep like them. It's if... been your priority. I'm not going to lie. We went through a lot of effort to get those back for you. To That's just why. But box. but uh, but they were stolen from the crypt until I could confirm that the crypt had new security in place to keep it safe. I I wanted to replace some of the bars with silver and put some more protective wards up. I I couldn't put them anywhere that was was known that they might be housed. I had to, had to keep them safe. It's fair enough, actually. All right, well, I'll head down to... <laughs> it's very unusual for this group to uh, admit faults or uh, <laughs> being mistaken, so uh, character growth. Yeah. Uh, right, brilliant. Well, then, at that, I, I send him off to the, to the altar to check on the bones. Um, I started heading towards the crypt, um, but I, I hang around long enough just to, like, get a visual confirmation from him that the bones are in fact still there yeah perfect so it probably takes him a good minute to like get up walk on over to the altar like check underneath open up the lockbox, and then give you a thumbs up from the uh, from the head of the altar before you then duck down the yep. uh, the grate that leads into the crypt below Theo, as you climb down the ladder um you hear the sound of running feet coming towards you and this <sighs> coming from the darkness as you spin around these twin blasts of oh, what color is your eldritch blast killian i think you said it was like a dark blood red didn't you it, it's blood so yeah it'd be very dark red yeah these these twin beams of uh, dark red almost like and and very slightly illuminating blast down the corridor from the crypt in front of you and you as they hit the back of this figure running towards you you see what can only be described as a woman but her face contorted her jaw almost like it looks like it's been disconnected it's been um what's what i'm looking for when you like disengage uh, thank you dislocated i almost got there her jaw like dislocated massive fangs emerging from her upper and lower jaw uh bright red eyes and as she reaches out towards you these long clawed fingernails almost about to grab at your face these two impacts smash into the back of her she drops and slides on the floor right between your legs and smacks into the wall just behind you into the ladder the body limp and crumpled uh as you look down the corridor kind of in surprise you just see killian there hands still out from having sent these blasts down the corridor uh and that is how we bring you guys all back together well, perfect timing good shot we got a runner Oh, uh, we had a runner that is the <laughs> correct phrase yeah family past answer <laughs> grin is probably just in the corner touching the bite marks trying to work out if he's still bleeding or what the damage is there yeah you got i think you got bitten twice didn't you grinner yeah i did yeah there's two <laughs> that's right once once on the side once just right right on the back of your neck <laughs> that's right mm. um i i mean it, you are still bleeding not enough that it's going to do like bleeding damage or anything like that because you haven't sustained any injuries but i mean for the purposes of the narrative yeah as you touch to your neck these are open jagged wounds the bite is almost similar to like a wolf bite in a way grinner or, or, or a dog bite where um it's bitten in and there's been a, a bit of a ripping motion not enough to tear the flesh completely out but 
it's a brutal bite. And as you feel around, like, yeah, th these are these are actively bleeding wounds. Um, this is definitely not good as you, as you feel around at the, the edges. There's also, I will say, Grinner, a weird kind of tingling coming from both bite marks, almost a feeling of numbness and cold around the wound. Can I... Would there be anything that Grinner would know? I know I've made checks with regards to vampires in the past, but can I... Would I know anything about how vampirism is transferred? Uh, I'm going to ask the role for vampirism. Yeah. <laughs> roll for vamp. Um, yeah, do you want to make me a, I would say, a nature or arcana check? Uh, your choice, Grinner. Anyone who wants to make that check as well, you're welcome to. Um, would I? Luther uh, has advantage. Know? Yeah, I'd say Luther okay, has advantage because you, it, I mean, you're not like a practicing vampire, Luther, so your knowledge uh, is not religion. Wow, that's. Um, What's the rolls, by the way? Uh, nature or arcana, your choice. Uh, Grinner, that's a four. <laughs> yeah, that's an eight. You just, Grinner, as you think over it, you're like, nah, pretty sure that vampires have to like shove a garlic steak up your butt or something to make you a vampire, something like that. It's, yeah, it's, it's a suppository, I know that. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> that's right. Um, Theo, eight. I, yeah, you know, something know. to do with like, definitely yeah, biting's involved, but you don't know much more than that. Um, Is Grinner looking the most beat up? Yeah, by far, I'd say. Oh, actually, Tithler's probably a close, <laughs> close run. Actually, uh, no, yeah, sort herself out a little bit. Oh, Tithler did. That's right. Yeah, Tithler uh, did. Well, then I'll slap a healing word into Grinner as well. Oh, I mean, yeah. I have to keep mentioning it because I'm contract bound. But you do realize it's a verbal um, spell only. No Theo, somatic Theo, component required. You don't required. have to hurt him at the same time. Yeah, I can. I can also hit him and help him <laughs> if, if you would like, Grinner. There you go. I do, I do love the idea of like every time you cast healing word, like you just grab someone's face and then cast healing yeah. word. Yeah, I do, I do quite like that. Seven hit points. Um, is like is Grinner oh. still like was Grinner still bleeding up until this and point another though? seven? Yeah, me. yeah, yeah. yeah. Oh, thanks, um, thanks. I'll do, I'll do um, Luther I, and I Killian's some... checks as well. Luther, so the checks thirteen. Yeah, I will say real quick. I I, mm. I had the whole um thing before we came down here. So seeing gushing blood from Grinner's neck. Yeah. I'm gonna probably start hiding myself at the back, trying to like stay away from. I was actually gonna rush and try and help him. Yeah. But now that I'm thinking about it, I'm actually trying to restrain myself <laughs> from doing exactly what just happened. Yeah. I I I would say with your passive perception of 16, Theodore, you notice very clearly. Luther is definitely like a bit paler than normal. He's looking a bit kind of like shaky, almost as if he's just run a great distance or, or exerted himself and as as you guys could sort of rush in and he sees Grinner bleeding he actually moves himself away like looking Barely over the, the spirits combat, yeah exactly yeah, yeah exactly bearing in mind that there was just combat and you, you can see that there are still <laughs> the where the spirits had been visible they've left behind these almost like tendrils of cold condensation rising from the floor and in them you think you can see what look to be items so as, as Luther heads off kind of picks through them so that's a good excuse to go and have a look and kicks through the, the wisps that are left behind. Um, Luther, with a 13, you remember when you were turned. A feeling of cold, a feeling of darkness, and a sensation of disconnect. There was a moment where you felt like you were dying or dead. 
you feel like that is important in the like in turning someone into a vampire, but the specifics of which you're not 100% sure. Uh, Killian, 21, you've been in Barovia for a number of months. You know exactly what it takes to turn a person into a vampire. Um, if a vampire bites a, um, a creature, a person or a humanoid, um, and manages to uh, reduce them down to zero, manages to like, knock them to zero, manages to kill them with this, um, they will rise the next night as a vampire spawn. Uh, to then be turned into a vampire, uh, that vampire spawn must be fed the blood of the vampire that turned them. I'll go over to Grinner. Just kneel down. Uh, are you okay? Yeah, well, I, I, fuck, I, I think so. I mean, th- these two sorted out most of it, but is that still bleeding? I can't see around here. Is that still... What's going you, on? You've got little drops of blood there. Uh, do not worry, you will not become one of those creatures unless you die within the next day or so. And yeah. you Well, know. There's, there's no garlic here anyway, or steak, so I think I think I'll be all right. Uh, what about a garlic steak? Well, I mean that might. I don't know. Would that I, do I it? I, I don't think, think I'd be that'd able, be let's yummy. Just, let's keep the discussions. Of, I haven't had dinner yet. I'm starving. Please don't let's mention garlic steaks. This is so good. Struggle. Have a nice little garden salad with it. Maybe yeah. some chips. Oh, you can but keep mentioning know. garden salad. That's that's doing nothing for me. I, I, I don't <laughs> know if I'm going to be able. Oh, yeah, that's good. <laughs> Tiffler, I don't think I'll be able to squeeze out my ass though, anyway. Oh, that's a good point. No, you're right. Well, yeah. Because that's, that's how it happens, isn't it? you got to stick the garlic steak up your asshole. To well, do I, I don't part. know. But what? if you're saying so, then I would trust you. I mean, <laughs> you seem like you would know these things. Well, that, you know, that's that's what I've heard. And, uh, you know. the garlic animal. That's. It... <laughs> A, a grim start for the session. <laughs> I wonder if that counts as a demonetization from YouTube. You can just cut this out. Oh, yeah. <laughs> just, just tag it as ultimate medicine, you'll be fine. Oh, yeah. <laughs> no, yeah. God damn. It's reverse aromatherapy. <laughs> it's internal aromatherapy. Yeah. Look, I'm sure Gwyneth Paltrow will be doing it in a year or two. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. <laughs> yeah, Killian, you've never heard such bullshit in your life. Like, is probably at this point you're like, oh, yeah, maybe there are some similarities between this human and the human you had to deal with. <laughs> I do I do have a bit of a grin on my face, although I tried to hide it from the interaction between Brinner and Tifla because it reminds me of previous party banter that I've had. As you guys, I, just, I oh, just don't know what else you could have for dinner. We've already had dinner. Right. While they're doing that, can I head over to um to our Luther and see how he's doing? Because I, if yeah. he's more, if I've noticed he's pale, I noticed the priest was pale and was bitten. Yeah. As you head on over to Luther, you see Luther's picking through, just sort of kicking these like wisps of uh, of condensation and almost like frost that are melting away and disappearing into nothingness. Luther, do you want to roll me an investigation check just to see what you find in these lovely little sure. piles of goodness? 21. 21. Luther, as you pick through them, it's this weird sensation. As you reach into them, 
there's a insubstantial nature to them. There's almost like a, they, they feel like they're not really there at all, but there's a very slight resistance. As you reach in and sort of like try and grab these shadowy forms of what look to be either coins or, or some sort of dagger, as you grasp them and then remove them, for a moment they're just as insubstantial as the wisps themselves before suddenly they solidify. Uh, you pull out what looks to be a very old, worn iron dagger marked with these runic symbols. And yeah, very worn pitted blade. Almost imagine like a Damascus steel, that beautiful folded wavy lines through the metal, but partially eroded and etched as if one of the metals was um, like highly corrosive and has been eaten away and pitted. There's also a coin pouch, a coin pouch filled with coin pouch. There's also a coin pouch filled with some very old looking currency that you don't recognize uh, that looks like nothing you've ever seen before. Um, okay. Like judging by the the metals uh, that make up the coins, you get the sense that it's probably about like thirty eight gold pieces uh, and about uh, where, sorry fifty fifty one silver pieces. Thirty eight gold, fifty one silver. Cool. Fairly specific. I'm sure like the being or like the soul of people being pulled out as the ghosts attack people. Can I yeah. go inspect other remains for any remnants of that? Yeah, as you have a bit of a pick around the remains, uh, remains journal, do you want to roll me an investigation check? Or Arcana, if you're sort of asking questions. Oh, say, I think it's the same plus for you anyway. Yeah. Plus seven? Yeah. As Good you begin ball. looking over the wisps, no signs of whatever that effect was, where they were pulling life force away. Whatever that is seems to have vanished the second they did. Now that the those ghosts, those spectres are gone, whatever energy they pulled from their victims has also disappeared no remnants or no echoes of that remain for sure do we know what these um the vampire thing and the ghosts were trying to accomplish down here did did you work out what the ritual was for <clears throat> so um we think they were trying to uh, summon some undead down the crypts we were able to stop them and um i also show them some of the, the loot i have and this is uh, what I found. Um, so by all means, add, add this please to the, uh, to the bag. And I, I give him the 38 GP to add to the total. Um, am, I, am I bag? Yeah, I think I think we keep most of our loot sort of in the same area. So I'll just, I think I'll you have you that the loot. bag of holding tea. Um, did we go to the hole? Oh, no. I thought we had a bag. Do you? I don't have a bag. Oh, no, I thought... Oh, my bad. I thought we did. But I mean, I I, I don't I, I don't recall the bag of holding. If it's not in your inventories, you do not have it. <laughs> that's all right. I think I thought I, I thought I, 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 I was holding most of gold for a while because okay. I had all, all the. So that's that's what I, that's probably yeah. where I got confused. That's our so. nickname for you, Theo. You're the bag of holding. The bag of holding. Yeah, yeah, just, that's fine. You're the ghost <laughs> of holding. You just the ghost of holding will continue in his yeah, yeah. In, in his current capacity. Yeah, that's it exactly. Oh, um, you got most of the gold. I'll give the gold to distinguish to distribute gold as I see fit. Looking at uh, all the different locations the ghosts are being summoned from, can I look at which crypts or which graves or which sites ghosts are being summoned out of? Were they regular peasants? Were they the saints? That sort of stuff. That is a great question, Jonor. As you begin looking around, I mean, you were standing right there in the entrance to the crypt when you saw some of these spectres emerge. As you head on over to, did you want to have a look at the east or west? Because it seems like there were two main areas they emerged from. 
I'll just go to the closest one, west. West, perfect. As you head on over to the uh, the western wall and begin examining the crypts, you can see very clearly there are sigils that have been marked on some of the uh, sarcophagi, some of the, the wall-mounted coffins. These are recent, having been drawn in what looks to be some form of chalk. The sigils to you would be quite unfamiliar. I don't think you have any necromancy spells prepared? No, I don't think no. so. No. As you, so as you have a look over the, and it's definitely not an area you've you've spent a lot of time studying. As you have a look over the, these symbols seem unfamiliar, but definitely looking through them, at the the way these arcane sigils are prepared and written, definitely you're getting a bit of a necromancy vibe from this, uh, from whatever this spell was. Which I mean, you saw the spell activate and literally call spirits of the dead. I'd say at this point, Jonah is a wizard. You you, you know what's going on here. The yeah. the sarcophagi themselves that have the sigils on them. They do indeed seem to have a bit of a common theme. At first, as you look over the uh, the three that are on the western wall, you don't really find too many common threads. But a closer look at the sarcophagi around them quickly reveals that these were all members of the same family. Ooh, very intriguing. And what is what is that family name? The Velakovich family. Ooh. Ooh, that's spicy. Hey, um, hey guys, I'm just sort of uh, putting a couple of things together. Um, can we see uh, this name here, this name here, this name I'm here? I'm just not sure the stake up the butt is going to work. I just <clears throat> well, I don't think... Oh, sorry, were you saying something? Yeah, um, look... Never am I going to regret a moment of improvisation more. <laughs> 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 yeah, look, I'm seeing a lot of Velakovich around here where this um, summoning was going on, and I point out these to the rest of the party. That uh, makes a lot of sense to what she told us about uh, wanting to disrupt the next festival that is happening. This Lord Vakalich, however you say the name, he's the one that's throwing it, no? Yeah, hold on, is that, that's the mayor's last name, isn't it? What, wasn't she saying that she was working for, you know, the big guy? Is it? Yeah, he, said, uh, the one you're not meant to say the name of. Yeah, the S word. I keep forgetting when I'm meant to say his name. <laughs> um, well, I mean, let's, be before before we go too much further, one person, Rick Tavio, the half elf bard, has warned you. Like, I, I I'd be careful throwing his name around. <laughs> Yeah, but he had a cool right, wolf, so... He did have yeah. a cool wolf, so... I think we can pretty pretty much just trust everything that he does. He's a Bible. Yeah. Mm. Every word. But you mean he's full of historical inaccuracies, like gross violations <laughs> of human rights, no, and makes no sense out of context. <laughs> Either in context. Perfect. And I oh, okay. believe every single word. That's a real problem. Uh, <laughs> carry on. Um, which version? Doesn't matter. <laughs> okay, so, oh, shit. Well, well, I mean, is makes sense that she was working for him, given her bitey teeth. Well, she did, she said that she'd fallen out of his favour, did she? She mentioned oh, something about wanting to get back into his good books with this thing. So, I don't. I think this was she did this on her own, trying to get him to like her again or some shit. But well, we can't really ask her anymore, can we? Coming off a little bit desperate, really. Yeah, 
Yeah, I don't have any way to speak to the dead, so that's um, that's no good. Do, Unless, do I, yeah, I, I then flip open my book and start. I mean, we have those new books. Yeah, Jonah, are you opening up uh, the book of black magic? Is the question. Um, yes, that's what I said. Is I grabbed it with my hand. <laughs> Outstanding. Uh, and, uh, that thing was cursed. I forgot about that. Sorry of excitement. Outstanding. I would really love a wisdom saving throw from you, please, I love Jonah. That so much. Absolutely. I'd really love that. Just here just go, a little wisdom go. save. Seventeen. Seventeen is all good. Jonah, as you flip through this book again, you feel that moment that you felt the first time opening this book. That sudden. That, oh, it was Theo. Sorry, you haven't opened it yet. Jonor, as you open this book, there's a sudden feeling of elation. This book contains spells you've never even heard of, let alone spells that you have heard of. As you begin flipping through the pages, the gory imagery and dark undertones of the text kind of just go over your head. You're lost in this moment of scholarly wonder. The researcher and academic inside of you just completely enraptured by the knowledge contained in this book and as you flick through indeed you do find a spell towards the back as the spells are organized alphabetically um a spell called speak with dead oh yes so journal just whispers under his under his breath oh my oh my god what is in this book and then speaks up a bit louder oh yeah we we do have something more towards the on uh, the back here so if we do want to this could be a thing what, what do you mean? Could, what could be a thing? Yeah. Yeah, we've got uh, the book right here is Speak With Dead. Speak With Dead. So if we do want to spend the time, I could possibly spend the, you know, bit of effort to um, cast this, perhaps. Oh, what, to, to chat with the, the ghost that she was bringing back to love? Yeah, look, or, it's, a, it's a bit of a stretch. Probably her. Oh, you could do that. Yeah. Is, is uh, she... Is she dead? I, both these people don't really tend to die that easily, I, do they? Ooh, do we know if a vampire died? I, well, if, I if she was know. dead, can we? Was she undead? Is undead dead? And then, or, if you died while undead, are you dead, or are you undead dead, or are you dead dead? So technically, weren't we all speaking with dead just before? Well, we were speaking <laughs> actually with very undead. Profound there, Grinner. Um, you, you might have just broken open something right here in the, in the <laughs> academic world. Well, I, I don't know about that. Tivla, can I borrow your life, love? Ah, uh, what for? Well, I, we'll okay. Go, yeah, thanks. Hands it up to you. <laughs> I'm going to go over to um, Vampire Lady and roll her onto her back. And As you head over to the corpse grinner, there's nothing left but a few scraps of cloth and what looks to be almost like an ash left on the ground. Very fine, not enough to account for the full body. What what the fuck's happened here? Oi, you lot. What the fuck's this? Who, who, who are you speaking to? Oh, fuck, are you yeah, speaking to the dead? Yeah, well, look, I don't know, you're talking back. Uh, you smell like you might be dead, Tiffler, but I don't think that counts. That hurts. Yeah, I thought well, we'd made a lot of progress in our relationship. Uh, look, you know what? Maybe a little bit. Maybe that was a bit too far. But, ah, but, but it... I made you admit we made progress. Um, no, I don't know what it is. <laughs> All right. Some kind of vamp. I mean, she might have been very old. Maybe her body decayed. I Can I? I'm going to start sifting through the ash. Is there anything in there? 
right? as you begin up. sifting through, there's really not a lot here. Um, it seems like whatever effect caused this body to rapidly break apart took most of the equipment with it. Um, do you want to roll me an investigation check? Uh, sure. I can do that. Also a negative one. Oh, uh, fuck yeah. <laughs> Two. <laughs> As you look through, uh, yeah, there's not, not really much going on here. You're not sure what's the story. Um, All right. Do we, can I roll like a history or nature or something for creatures that explode on dying? Like, <laughs> does, that, does, that sound, does that sound like a category of death? Of I'm going to say, Jono, as you go to do this, um, with your previous Arcana check, Killian, you know a little bit about vampires and vampire spawn and what happens when they are, uh, when they are killed. In your experience, um, probably at this stage you've not killed any full-fledged vampires but i'd say that it'd be unlikely you haven't had a chance to kill some vampire spawn at some like time or another uh excuse me while in barovia um you know that when a vampire spawn has been uh killed the body very quickly decays into ash when did you say that it is just ash yeah, there's nothing about ash here. That's a bit unusual. It definitely is, feels like ash. This is a, a thing with vampire spawns. When they are killed, their bodies rapidly decay and they turn into what you see here. So we at least know that she was not a more powerful vampire. I'm sorry. Maybe this is a dumb question. What What is the difference between a vampire and a vampire spawn? A vampire spawn is like a like a baby, like a newly born, like a oh. underling or a, a grunt cannon fodder, army filler. You know those sorts of things. And like then... Grinner. <laughs> well, there. I, I, that was I, for I, the smelly comment. Well, right. I'll let it off. I know I make a joke, but thank you. That was actually very informative. What? what uh, yeah, Killian, you would know that mistake? vampire spawn are like a lesser vampire, a vampire that isn't fully formed, isn't fully powered up. It's almost, as you say, like a, a grunt that is created by vampires and, and as a servant, a soldier, a servant that is 100% obedient to the vampire that created them. Then it's basically a, a thrall to its sire. It, it, is, it has not uh, unlocked its final form yet, as it were. If it was fully enthralled, this this thing seems to be acting with a bit of free will, so perhaps it was more powerful than a simple spawn. Possibly, yes. Died pretty easy, though, didn't it? Well, I mean, you're bleeding from your neck. Titler looks as dead as he usually does, and Luther's over I'm there improved. looking more pale than I've ever seen him. I assume he had his blood drain. <laughs> I'm all good. I'm just taking a breather. Is I'm basically just sort of hiding in the corner, trying my best to stay away from Grin. If if you were bitten by the vampire, I can I can heal you. I could slap you with one of my oh. magic words. No, no, no. Um, I just um, I took a bit of damage from those ghosts. I, I didn't get bitten. Oh, 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 let me come have a look. I might be able to help you. No, no, no. It's all fine, Grin. You're taking two uh, wounds to the neck. You need to rest. Yeah, I, if you both come together, I'll be able to help look after both of you at the same time. 
For those of you who've heard the story about Raph burning through three player characters in like three (laughs) sessions, now you see how such a thing might have occurred uh, at a previous table game. I don't know what you're talking about. (laughs) Uh, uh, Theodore, you you said that you can slap him with your words. Yes, I have magic slapping words. (laughs) Is that the... I used to I used to be able to perform the healing word spell myself and it does not require slapping. You did not use a somatic component? No, I just used the verbal component. Oh very unusual. Hang on, are, are you saying you, you, you <laughs> go on, sorry. I, I no, I was just gonna say you can slap them with cure wounds. Which I do That's actually. What I did Incidentally, I do also have that prepared. I do. I do have the irony yeah. of being like, "Well, why would I slap their wounds? That would just make their wounds worse. That's a terrible yeah. way to cure wounds." <laughs> what so kind are of you a... saying, <laughs> if you if you if you deliver the the healing with a slap, does that does, it, does that do a better job? Powerful, as, right? as I'm saying that, I walk up to the back of Grinnar and give him a big slap with my um, my feature. Uh, what is it? Called? Using healing the telekinetic hand. mage hand. <laughs> He's using the healing hands ability. Yeah, look, I wish I could deliver it that way, but um, I don't think I can. No. Nine hit points, Grinner. Not bad. Oh, right between the shoulder blades. Oh, fuck off. Oh, there's a, there's a moment of pain, Grinner, and then suddenly with a crack, your shoulder like drops back into position. It feels a lot better. Oh, well, that's been our place for at least a decade. Thanks, mate. <laughs> maybe, maybe I should slap it. It is very effective. I don't know think that's how it works. But there's the sound of footsteps climbing down the ladder, and a moment later you see Father Lucian Petrovich enter the um, the room. As he looks around and then looks down at his feet and like kicks a bit of dust off them, not realizing what he's walked through. <laughs> <laughs> oh, um, how did you go? Did you find what was down here? Uh, you just walked through her. What? <laughs> yeah, right, You're standing yeah. on her father. Oh! He begins like, looking Wait, down, like moving his feet. Her like, dad was here too. What? How else would she be standing on her Tiffler. father? Tiffler, Tiffler oh. that's uh, what people call priests. They call him father. <laughs> no, that's yes. dad there. Come on. His regular dad. That's daddy Petrovich. Uh, <laughs> uh, I mean, I was hoping weird. we could have perhaps found out what they were doing here, but I, I, I guess if you needed to turn this person into a small pile of ash. Oh my, she was she was an undead. And he whispers the word as if scared to say it out loud. Well, she she, she did now. she is now, yes, and she did sort of give a monologue before we fought her as evil ones normally do. Ah yes. Wait. Yes. They do it's that? Almost, almost like some force. Sometimes that needs to justify its actions kind of drives the subcommon force that just wants to talk and hear its own voice a bit. It's bizarre. I feel like every time I've nearly died, it was more of an instantaneous thing and sort of you, out of nowhere. You were the one doing the talking in most of those instances? Ah! I don't count that as talking. Well, it's really, <laughs> It kind of counts. <laughs> I guess to other people, that is talking. <clears throat> uh, during this monologue... Did, did she? Did this creature reveal what its goals were? It wanted to raise some of the spirits from the crypts and wanted to disrupt the festival that is taking place soon. Um, judging by what our friend over here has discovered, 
I will let them explain. The yeah, well, towards it seems, Jonah. <laughs> it seems to be a, a selection of the Velakovich family have been uh, possibly summoned around here. So, um, seems to be some sort of uh, raising uh, raising that family from the dead, and all in the aim of uh, getting favor of the the, um, the big top, big boss in town, in Big Barovia. Oh, when you said big boss in town, I thought maybe the, the person thought they, that they were raising the spirits for for Vargas Velakovich, but no, no, that makes no more big, sense. Big well, Barovia. this is serious. You were able to stop them and and. and destroy the spirits. Well done, all of you. That was no easy feature. Please come upstairs and rest. I, I think it is late enough now that I, I think you are well overdue a rest and hopefully we can let the cold and dark night pass by and hopefully have some warm sunlight in the morning which to see this with fresh eyes. Well, can I, can I make just a small suggestion? I don't know what powers you have when the, the sun's not doing its sunshiny thing, but uh, Look, this place is all a little bit fucky down here. Do you reckon you could just put a few blessings around to stop Dusty Girl from getting back up or from anybody else to start walking around? Yes, I, yes, I was already planning to, to replace the wards that keep this place safe. Uh, they were all broken when the bones of St. Andrew were stolen, I, and as I have not yet reinterred them below the church, uh, I have not yet had a chance to fully uh, reinstate the, the blessings that keep this place safe from undead. It's bizarre. How would this creature know that there was a weakness so quickly? It's concerning. Uh, well, there's no sense worrying about this tonight. I think let's head to bed, have a good night's sleep, and see what I can do um, in the morning. Truth that, um, the way you said that kind of ominously makes me think that perhaps we do have time to worry about it tonight. <laughs> yeah, I kind of think that now's the exact time to worry about it, since there is no defense. I... I I mean, not to put it lightly, but in, in, in the words that I've heard you use, Jono, I, I'm kind of tapped. Uh, <laughs> I, I feel very weak. Uh, I will kind of just give her the full cure wounds right right into him. I love how oh. you don't use it on any of your friends. The person who's had their throat almost torn out twice. <laughs> it's like <laughs> old, old man who you've uh, interacted with for like two days. Yeah, he can have it. Seven hit points. As you do, you watch as he kind of like stretches and... Oh, that does feel better. I... Good blessing. Yes, I, yes, I will. Uh, if you head up, I'll, I'll finish. I'll, I'll cast uh, sanctuary on this place. And uh, well, uh, how long does that take? Do you need some of us to hang out? We can. Oh hang no, out. no, I'll be, I'll be fine. You, you, you lot, go and rest. I can, I can do this. I'll, uh, I'll cast a, a ritual sanctify to uh, make this place uh, safe again. Sound like famous last words, but up we go. Yeah, okay. I'm, I'm, I'm going to stay down here because I, I don't give a shit what you say, Father. That's a terrible idea to be down here on your own. I'll just, I'll just keep you company. I'll stay here in the corner. I won't chat. Don't worry about it. Tithla's going to stay with her best friend, Grinner. Oi. Um, Bed sounds pretty I'll stay. I'll stay with the father as well. I, I was I going to stay to with the father. <laughs> Everyone's Tithla's best friend. Tithla's going to also collect her arrows. That are scattered around the room. Yeah, easy. Uh, alrighty. Um, those of you who are staying down in the crypt may benefit from a long rest. Those of you heading upstairs may benefit from a more comfortable long rest. 
Very good. Perfect. There's no mechanical difference. Comes with a level, like comfortable long rest comes with a level. Don't say it. Don't say it. It would have, but unfortunately, now that you've said uh, (laughs) you asked um, for it, I have to put it back. I'm sorry. That's just the rules. (laughs) Oh, and I will say this: I would definitely slip out the rest of it. Oh yeah, I, I don't worry, Luther. I've, I've, I'm, get to, I'm getting to you. <laughs> I was about okay. to say. Um, so where are you heading to feed? Um, I'm definitely going outside of the church. You're not Great. just getting down and lapping up Grinner's blood from the. He's got to get on his ship. <laughs> I mean, no. <laughs> uh, where where are you heading to get your sip on? Um, where we are, we're definitely we're in the uh, church, church. to the left, sort of the west town. Um, so I'm definitely going to go sort of in the fields around, um, because it's a bit more open in this area, and I find that rabbits tend to be such a pest. Sorry, Luther, wait. Little rabbits running around. Sorry, there was a bed upstairs you could go to. You don't need to do a perimeter. We're, we're happy to guard down here. You You're down in the crypt. <laughs> You're down in the crypt. Yeah, he's heading up. <laughs> Nice try. <laughs> uh, you, you don't need to leave the town walls, Grinner. As you head towards the front gate, you pass by a small farm with a chicken coop out the front with like 12 very large, fat, juicy-looking chickens inside. Oh, I'll take one or two. I'm not going to deprive them of the livelihood. Well, I mean, to be fair, if they were going to eat the chickens anytime soon, you've done them a favour by draining all the blood because like, they'd have to bleed them anyway, so it's not like a... Offering a polite butchering service. Those were yep. clearly egg hens. Yeah, <laughs> as uh, as, you, as you pull out your uh, as you pull out your straw and, uh, and drink then these. That was a pet. Yeah, <laughs> drink these chickens <laughs> like a Capri Sun. <laughs> just drain the chickens dry and then leave the the corpses just hanging up <laughs> over the mantelpiece. Oh no, 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 I wouldn't do it like that. I would make it look like a wild dog got in and got a few of them. Oh, so you, you're not even taking the responsibility for your, your for your chicken murder. Can you make me a stealth check, please, uh, Luther, as you reach in and then try and uh, quietly tear a chicken apart to make it look 21. like a wild dog got to it? <laughs> <laughs> Mom, 21. Surprisingly straw-shaped <laughs> tooth mark in him. It does a pretty good job. This isn't um, my first rodeo. So you you this know very well. This isn't your first rodeo. You know chickens are a good choice, mainly because one of the the, I mean your your curse of vampirism, even as a dampier, fresh blood from a living creature does taste better. Blood from a dead creature is hard. It, it doesn't give you the same level of sustenance. But chickens have this remarkable thing where if you snap their necks, because part of their brainstem is further down in the neck than the head, they actually live for a little bit after you snap their neck. Well, that's grim. Yeah, that's yeah. Uh, <laughs> this little fucking busted <laughs> out. Oh, yeah. you happy? Just making sure you've got the science hey, for this ready neck. to rock and roll. So Why as you... That's the chicken fact ready to go. As you break... <laughs> I, I, you look... <laughs> as you break the necks of two chickens. Is that what the sound is? That's the sound. Yeah, as you break the necks of two chickens and drink all of their blood and then proceed to tear them apart a little bit to make it look like a wild dog after you've already drunk them. Uh, the noise is fairly minimal, especially if you tear the chickens apart outside the coop and then just chuck the bodies in and run for it. Which I probably do. <laughs> yeah, cool. Uh, you make it back to the church. Everyone's still downstairs in the crypt. Uh, by this point, Grinner's wounds have been tended to, I'm guessing, at some point someone's put like a bit of cloth over them to stop the bleeding just actively and also as a bit of a barrier against further infection. Um, but yeah, Grinner's it's almost now got... That? Grinner's now almost got a full circular scar because you already had the neck scar... 
at the front. <laughs> now you've got one at the back and on the sides. You've almost got a full circle, a full circumference. Almost got the full set. Yeah. When when the full scar goes around like this, if someone says the magic word, Grinner's head just pops off magically. Yeah, grows little legs and just scuttles away. Yeah, <laughs> that's right. Um, but yeah, <laughs> you all, you all benefit from a long rest. Luther, as you get your fix, you go back down to a sated uh, level of your addiction. Uh, we, are, we are using the, the homebrew addiction table, um, which is a modified version of the D&D, um, the DM's Guild addiction table. Uh, specifically for Luther as a dampier. <laughs> when drinking those with a straw, is is that is that a cluckery son? That's his choice. Cluckery son. <laughs> nice. That was good. You've been nice. thinking about this, Raph, since we... Too much. Yeah, well, the whole much. time. I wonder, yeah. <laughs> I wondered why your eyes were going to be a bit cross-eyed for a bit there. <laughs> but no, perfect. Cool. Um, but cool. I don't have to explain my paleness anymore, but I do have no, to you, you potentially feel... explain one day why I was able to get up so quickly to the roof. There is one thing I will mention, Luther. Even though the blood of these chickens does sate you, oh, it's not quite the same. <laughs> Chicken blood tastes bad, too. Does it? So, Do you know that for a fact? Have enough fat, yeah, it's not enough flavor. Is this a thing? <laughs> You're actually, like, the, the thing is, right, one of the, one of the measures of authenticity in a person's face is whether they act out the story or like act out the expression at the time has literally was pulling a disgust face which makes me think <laughs> he knows what chicken I've blood tastes I've gone on the like. crease on who hasn't really <laughs> I will put my hand up for that no <laughs> uh, never have I ever <laughs> never have I ever uh, as you all awaken the next morning feeling rested um, I will say for Killian could you please roll me a constitution saving throw You've been in these lands for some time. You've witnessed horrors beyond imagining. I just want to see how your psyche is doing <laughs> and uh, if you're haunted by nightmares of the past. 10. 10? The answer is Ooh. yes. <laughs> yes. You are going to take a failed level of sanity. A, this kind of catches you up to the rest of the group a little bit, who have also all got at least one failed level of sanity between them. Um, and also this is, I think, a mark of your time in Barovia has left a bit of a, a scar on your psyche. Your dreams are filled with horrors, creatures you've seen, creatures you've heard of, and things which you have this bizarre feeling like you have yet to face. Horrors beyond imagining. And at the last moment, as you are drowning in an ocean of blood, a figure standing high above you, looking down, as you sink below the dark waters, you awaken gasping for breath, having sort of leant against the side of the crypt, uh, crypt wall, the cold stone against your back, um, feeling very, very not comforting. As you sort of gasp awake. Oh, <clears throat> I'll uncross my legs because I was in a trance. Just quick, quick. Mm. Uh, you're in the crypt with some others, so maybe, maybe some cordon. Uh, every everyone's in the crypt except for Tith. No, everyone's in the crypt except for I think it was Jonor and Luther, right? I had it up. Oh, yeah, Theo. Theo, I think. Theo. Yeah. Okay. Cool. 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 Uh, you guys sleep in a lovely soft bed. It's lovely. You feel great. <laughs> for Grinner, Tithla, and uh, Father Lucian Petrovich. Lucian Petrovich is fast asleep. Um, having suffered some weird lack of spinach 
Theo thinks. Uh, he is passed out quickly after casting. Um, he casts, what's the, what's the one that lets you, I think it's called Ritual, or is it, um, what's the spell called? I think it is called Ritual, uh, where you can sanctify, no, what's it called? Um, ceremony, maybe? Ceremony, thank you. Yeah, 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 Ceremony. That's the one I was thinking I think it's Ceremony, of. yeah. I couldn't remember the name cool. Ceremony. Um, as he will cast uh, Ceremony. I believe that's the one he wants to do. Yeah, he's going to do... Um, oh, I don't know if Ceremony's going to help. I think he'd do Sanctify then. Sanctify. There you go. Yeah, it's going to have to How be Sanctify. How long does that take him to cast? Sanctuary. Sanctify. Uh, it takes him, like, the full 10 minutes ritual casting, and then he passes oh, out. Oh, well, no, fuck that. I'm not sleeping down here if he's just down there for 10 minutes. No, in that case, in that case then all of you... Him and I'll just take him upstairs. Yeah, all of you all of you can head up then. Um, <laughs> consecrate. Is that the one I'm looking for? Consecrate? I can't remember the name of the spell. What I do want to do, Owen, though, before yeah. we all leave down there, is just kick um, the vampire dust all over the place so it's not in one pile. Just disperse it. <laughs> I, don't, I don't like the idea of her being in one spot. Makes me un, makes me uncomfortable. Amazing. You can bag it up and use it as like kind of oh pocket sand. dust. Yeah. I can just like pocket sand. I wonder like that'd be sticky if you got that in your eyes. That'd probably be significantly worse. It'd like gum you up. I can't speak to what vampire <laughs> dust would do to the eyes. Oh, I'm That's... just thinking like <laughs> imagining an entire pile of skin flakes. Oh my god. Hallow. Hallow is the spell he casts. Uh, sorry, let me rephrase. Hallow is the spell he casts. It takes him 24 hours to cast this. It is not a 10 minute thing. Sorry, that's the spell I was looking for. I, I, found, a, I found a third party spell called Consecration, um, which was uh, looks like it was very interesting, but it's actually just a very, like, it's like a second level spell. It's like, oh, perfect. But it's Isn't a bit overpowered. Ceremony? And it's, a third party, it's a classic third party spell where it's like someone's really enjoyed. Ceremony wouldn't quite do it. It's not for... No, but is that what you were half thinking of? Uh, Ceremony was the one I was thinking of. I wondered if there was like a a version of Ceremony to help like bless an area, but it it is called Hallow. Hallow is the spell uh, I was thinking of, uh, which basically infuse an area with holy power. Um, I'll definitely be staying downstairs with him through that then. Does he have a speed bonus because he has saint bones? Uh, he, I will actually. That's a good point. He does have a speed bonus because he has Saint Bones. It takes him half the time, but it's also like he he can only do it for everlasting rest. So the only um, aspect of it he can do, um, the only effect he can do is everlasting rest on it uh, through the Saint Bones. But yeah, at the end of it, let's say at the end of the twelve hours, he inters the bones of Saint Andrew back underneath the church in their resting place, still contained within the silver sarcophagus. You have no idea where he got the silver lockbox from. That definitely wasn't here last time. That's new. Uh, since you last checked in with him, but yeah, as he as he finishes the spell the next morning, he's probably still going as you guys wake up. So actually, I will I will quickly um, wreck on that. As you sort of like come awake quickly, Killian, rising from your nightmare, Lucian Father Petrovich looks around, sees you, gives you a bit of like a sympathetic nod, and then continues casting this spell. Oh, because um, I only need to transfer four hours, so yeah. I'll go over to him, and I'll go around the crypt and I'm going to say a prayer to Kelimvor on each of the crypts as I go around just asking for if if his light can protect any of them from being raised again in this hellscape then hopefully he can protect them Father and I do Petrovich. a symbol of Kelimvor around my neck which I try to hide 
Father Petrovich gives you a grateful look and nods, smiling, seeing your symbol. He doesn't seem to recognize the holy symbol. You see a little, little bit of a look of confusion as he tries to sort of get a glimpse of the holy symbol and listens to your prayer, not seeming to recognize the name of your God, but still shoots you a, a very grateful smile, nods as you as you continue on. Doesn't interrupt his, uh, his ritual, though. Continues on. You, the rest of you all awaken the next morning and reconvene on the ground floor of the church. Waiting for you there are two figures that you absolutely recognize. Um, you can see the two lovely traveling companions that you brought with you uh, all the way back <laughs> from the village of Barovia. Um, as you are still with Ismark and Irina, they sort of emerge having walked in from outside seeing all of you like some of you emerging from the crypt some of you emerging from rooms go uh, Ismark sort of stands there a, a youngish man with shoulder length hair tied back I'm just realizing that you probably haven't met them before um, Killian uh, youngish man with yeah a brown hair tied back in a little ponytail shoulder length dressed in very casual linens uh, with a woman with very dark hair very striking beautiful features almost a little bit hawkish quite a sharp face beautiful um and as they, as they both sort of see the rest of you guys slowly emerging either from the crypt or from the rooms, uh, Ismark gives you a bit of a smile, a nod, and goes, I chose to sleep down in the crypts. That's an interesting choice. I we were just you would... keeping the priest company, though, so... Oh, I hadn't seen Father Petrovich. Is he okay? What's been going on? I think he needs some more uh, spinach um, from what i heard but yeah he's he's uh he's just down there finishing up uh, to stop any more of the people getting up and wandering around the place uh sure oh uh sorry friend i don't think we've met you before you've picked up yet another another stray i see as ismark gives a bit of a smile leans over towards you killian shake, puts out a hand to shake your hand the right hand uh, sorry when i say the right hand he puts out his left hand to shake your right hand Oh like, yeah, right? I'll, I'll shake it back. Yeah, yeah. Nice to meet you, Ismark. Uh, this is my sister Irina. Charms. It uh, is lovely, uh, lovely to meet you. Uh, pleasure to meet uh, both of you. I, I have met these people recently. Uh, temporary travel companions, I believe, is the, is the term that we are coining. Is it not? I do not know. We started uh, we off that way as well. We also haven't gone anywhere. We met you here and we haven't left here. So I don't think travel would yeah. be the right term. More, more like stay in the same place companions. Yeah, more like stationary yes. companions, like pens and pencils. Yeah. Wait, what? <laughs> would, that make you, would that make you an eraser? <laughs> no, that's someone who kills people. Yeah, I'm the eraser. <laughs> <laughs> Um, we, if it's any consolation, we started off as traveling companions, and now I think it would be fair to say we are friends. As Irina looks around at all of you with a big smile on her face. Yeah, I, I like them. Ismark is our political candidate to take over um, in, in Valaki. Oh, interesting. So you do have somebody in mind to take over from the Arsat that's in charge at the minute. Yes, um... He has a lot of experience in running another small town, and he's uh, proven himself to be a gentleman of upstanding quality. Uh, they ran him out of that town as well. No, he just left with us. Um, he does not run out. He, he was known as Ismark. Is he very, very good? And oh, I think I remember wrong then. Yeah, you yeah. Must. 
I think you do, Tiffler. I think I think that's enough out of you, love. <laughs> I'll go check my notes. Say what happened. <laughs> uh, they're referring to the fact that I was the son of the uh, the burgomaster of the village of Barovia. T- tell me, you look like you've been around here for some time, Killian. Look like you've you've traveled these lands uh, extensively. Have you ever been to the village of Barovia before? You, you do seem uh, vaguely familiar. Very, very briefly, we uh, I was with some other people. We did not stay for long. It was more of a um, passing visit. Not even, not even a day there. Right. Fair enough. It's kind of a shit town, to be completely honest. Yeah, I, I'm not going to agree with you. That's why Irina and I left uh, once my father had been. Anyway, hey, um, Killian. Yeah, yes. that's the word. That's why I have to do the father. Um, I've just been going through my notes like I said I would. <laughs> do you do you happen to know someone called Rill? Oh yeah. Do I happen to know anybody called Rill? Here's a fun question. Um, we had a uh, when you watch live, you earn channel points and you may spend them to create NPCs. One of the lovely community, Brim Brassax, created an NPC called uh, Rill, who was a Vidalcan traveler who had come through from the uh, Sword Coast. Uh, I think from Waterdeep specifically. I just um, had from real world written down. From <laughs> real world. Real from real world. Real world. Wow. Um, so real, real was from Waterdeep, uh, from the Forgotten Coast. Um, from the Sword Coast, sorry, from the Forgotten Realms. Uh, I guess the question, like, conceivably, yeah, real could have been one of your one of your party members. Uh, Josh, so it, he's it's up been to here you. for three to three and a half weeks, apparently. That's what he told oh, us. Oh, then that, yeah, I think it was, yeah. So then, no, I take that back. He cannot have been one of your companions. You've been here for far longer than that. No, you've never heard of this person before. Real? <laughs> what a stupid name. You've heard of a fish man? No. Yeah, the, the tall, blue, skin, fish like person? No. Real? Like, um, sounds like Gil? I, I, think, I think a, a large blue person would have stood out to me. I've not seen anybody Wait. like that. Yeah, that, I mean, it stuck out to me. That's why I've remembered all on my own. Yeah, he keeps saying, I see you to us whenever he saw us. It was weird. <laughs> what ever I, happened to that guy? Where'd he go? Uh, yeah. He, he was left lame. him behind in Barovia. He, he oh. was going to stay and look after the church for a bit because he was a priest. Oh, yeah, that's oh, yeah, right. Oh, yeah, kind of killed that other priest too. Yeah, well, he well, died no, under did. circumstances. Did he die? I remember He was that. erased. Hey. <laughs> <laughs> I don't remember killing that one though. Did I kill uh, that one? Didn't we? Or did, or did we give him? To, did we capture him? Give him to the guards for murdering? Uh, yeah, we 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 took we took Father Dorovich, the priest of Barovia. I, w- I was there with you guys. We brought him to the jail and handed him over to the town guard uh, after right. his son Doru turned into a vampire uh, some time oh. ago, and he'd been feeding townsfolk to his uh, to his vampire spawn son. That's right. Oh, that's I kind right. of erased that one from my memory because it was very traumatic. Yeah, it was pretty tragic. Yeah. Oh, um, also, because we were talking about it last night, um, again, in my notes from that we've learned earlier, uh, to cure a vampire uh, involves dying and resurrecting. To, to mm. cure one? Yeah. Yeah, right. I'll keep that in mind if we ever need to cure any vampires. Yeah. <coughs> it also says on the same page that Grinna fell asleep on guard, but that's okay. 
Well, you know what? Wait, can, I, can I look at that, please? I, I want to try and grab that page and rip it out. <laughs> uh, I'm going to get you to make me a sleight of hand check contested with a sleight of hand check from Tiff. I mean, it's not. I'm not being very sleight of hand about it. But, but it, it is yeah. about speed and reaction timing, not strength. This is one of those things oh, where you need to be Oh, that's a nine. Quick. That's not good. That's not good for oh, Tiff. Oh, it's an <laughs> Grinner, you just pluck at the page and with this horrible ripping noise, one of the pages of Tithler's doggy notebook (laughs) just gets ripped out. Um, You hold in your hands a page that says, uh, Grinner fell asleep on duty. What else does it say, uh, Jacob? It says, sun in basement. Yep. uh, Solar lily arrow to sleeping, sleepy tea. That was the kind of flowers and plants that they were using putting us to sleep cure vampire dash die and resurrect uh gren to win berg whatever that means grinner fell asleep Uh, (laughs) that sounds like a typo jacob that sounds like someone typing in quickly (laughs) getting a typo if i had to make a guess oh Oh. was that the guy going to take over as burgomaster of barovia um once ismark um was not re-elected uh yeah maybe whoever gren is it sounds like a name I would have come up with on the spot to so quickly like give you guys some narrative reason that Ismark could leave with you. <laughs> so I'm just going to, as carefully as possible, fold along the line and tear the page so that the bit about Grinner falling asleep on duty is not anymore there. Oh, okay, and sorry. I missed it. And I misunderstood. I'm ripping the whole page out. Oh, okay. So I'm going to now tear this section <laughs> okay. off with the rest back. I wondered and if you were like... The bit gently plucking the notebook rather than no but okay cool uh, no, yeah no. Tithla uh, Grinner hands you back the page uh, Torn you're gonna eat that bit too? yeah well, I gotta get rid of it it's gotta go it's not uh, you watch as Irina just looks on in amazement as you just go <laughs> shove a bit of paper in your mouth is there start chewing parchment before? Is, is that vellum or is it parchment it's vellum <laughs> <laughs> Only because it's nah, no, no, no. it'd be it'd be it'd be parchment. I don't think Tithler would have like a vellum notebook. That'd be probably be a bit much for Tithler's uh, pocket money from her parents. Um, as you as you begin eating the fragment of parchment, it's not easy to chew, but you just swallow it down and deal with it. You've had, you've eaten worse. You've eaten your own boots one time on patrol. Yeah, it's happened. So that was for is, boredom, though. Yeah, that was just to see, <laughs> give it a go. One of the boys bet. dared you, said you couldn't yeah. do it. <laughs> so you ate their boots first, too. Though, made it easier. Um, Irina sort of nods, looking a bit confused, shakes her head as if to clear the mental image of that, and goes, um, uh, we were actually coming to look for you. Um, the Festival of the Blazing Sun uh, starts oh, today. Sorry, and... just for everyone's fun, that was almost exactly seven months ago. Well. Oh, Out of game time. In game time? Yeah, Not yeah, even a week. Like a week. <laughs> like, <laughs> that's insane. That's gone that fast. Anyway, carry yeah. on. Sorry. Um, the festival of the blazing sun, uh, sun starts today, and uh, I was wondering if uh, if we wanted to use this as an opportunity to maybe go around and talk to some of the villagers, maybe find out who would be, let us say, uh, happy to either stand aside and do nothing or fight for Ismark when we depose Vargas. We are planning that... Well, I, I will let Ismark explain. He has an idea about how to... Uh, Let's say disrupt the festival of the blazing sun for our own gains. Yes. Uh, so, 
Baron Vargas has organized a large grand speech. I hear he loves the sound of his own voice. And he's organizing a bit of an opportunity to do a, a talk right before the uh, massive wicker wreaths are all lit tonight. I'm thinking this might be the time if we can seize control of the stage and make sure that some of the guards are on our side. I think we could perhaps do this with everyone gathered in one place, keep the momentum rolling. And if we can seize him and, and imprison him and announce me as the new Burgermaster all at the same time and announce that we are doing away with these insane festivals and stocking Wait, people so for them <clears throat> smiling. And... Have, have you uh, have you guys made a lot of connections with uh, some of the more powerful people yes. in this town? Oh, yes, we have been busy the last uh, day and a half making sure that we talk to as many people as possible. We have a number of the key influential people in town on side. Blinsky has been hard at work making many, many toys of his mark, wearing the official Baron's robes and uh, handing them out, the Burgermaster's uh, chain of office, handing them out to the, the children. Um, we've also had a bit of a chance to meet with uh, two of the, uh, uh, not chief guards, but um, I believe their title was uh, uh, Captain uh, Guards? We've spoken with two of the captains, and we think they are sympathetic to our cause. Well, there's, uh, oh, fuck, what was her name? Uh, was it Amelia? Or Amelia. Amelia. She's a yeah. Lance Corporal. Yeah, uh, Lance Corporal. Yes, I, we, she was there. We did not speak to her very much, but yes, Lance Corporal Amelia, she was there as well, yes. I, I think, think I should just remember she doesn't like to be called thing. the bastard. That's what they call her. I'm sorry, what? Yeah. 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 I don't think anyone would like to be called the bastard. Well, that's why I'm just letting you know. That's what they call her. I, that's assumed like knowledge, Tithler. I don't think we need a specific warning for that. Okay. I'm, I'm sorry. I won't no, let no, you know No, no, no. It's, not, it's nothing to be... Nothing, no, no just, I'm sorry. <laughs> it won't happen again. As a rough percentage, roughly how many of the guards do you think would be on side? Because if it's not at least, well, half or more, I think we would probably lose. Because as long as he has the guards, he essentially has the city. Actually, I, think I should I think, be able to help with that. Yeah, at the moment we think maybe thirty percent, but I I don't think we need to get fifty percent on side. I don't think we even need to get that much more than thirty. If we make sure that the guards who are on our side are the ones that are standing with him on the stage, and can take him and 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 capture him, I think that is enough. If he, even if he calls for the other guards to free him, if there's an, an air of legitimacy to what we're doing, if it comes across that this is the right thing, and the people step up and block the guards from accessing the stage, the ones who are, who are with him, not with us, I think we can do this. We can, without any bloodshed. But well, that sounds very reasonable, but um, how do we ensure that our guards are the ones guarding him? Well, I, I think it would be a safe bet for me to go have a yard with this Amelia. I've, I've spoken with her once before, and uh, she seems reasonable. Let, let's put it that way. Is she a is a lance corporal a particularly high rank? Well, we do not know, have military ranks in in Zephyr? No, it, it's uh, it's she she is somewhere near the top. She's not in charge, but she's up there. It's okay. uh, coincidentally, it's it's where I made it to before I, I uh, quit the whole process too. So I think I should be able to speak to her uh, man to man, as as it were. All right. Well, if you can get her to help us ensure that our guards are in the right place, then yeah, thirty percent should be enough. As long as we can take him and <clears throat> you give a rousing speech and we get the people on side, then yeah, the the coup should go off relatively bloodless. I I don't think we need to call it a coup. Do we need to call it a coup? 
it's a, it is yeah. a 100% a coup. And okay. also, does it have to be entirely bloodless? Um, I mean, <laughs> we will probably have to do something reasonably <laughs> bloody with Vargas or, like, no. as a show of strength. Yeah, good. All right. And at least um, uh, I just want to do a little bit of fun. I do have uh, one question. Um, you, are you going to be all right to do that on your own, Grinner? Um, I, I, I know you very well, and uh, I realize that you're quite impulsive. Well, yeah. if the conversation went awry, could you hold your yourself back from potentially, well, causing some harm to uh, this Amelia? Well, look, you know, I know that uh, self-preservation doesn't always... Well, I can't believe I got that word out. Uh, it doesn't always That's rank right. that high on my list, but uh, this isn't just about me this time, and for... Uh, you know, I'm not. I'm not going to let you lock down. All right, I'm here for for the team, and uh, I'm done with letting people down. Okay, saying I think that's good for me. Like seeing Grinner trying to improve himself, I think I'm definitely going to back that up. So I sort of nod in agreement and just give you a thumbs up. <laughs> yeah, all aboard. Right, uh, this sounds like a very good plan, is Mark. Thank you. I, I've been working on it for some time. Uh, the only other thing I was going to ask, uh, Killian, I, I'm not sure if you have a horse in this race, but from the sounds of it, you're not particularly keen on the the current leadership of Valaki. No, definitely not. I've been <laughs> through here a few times, and uh, no, I'm not a fan. Okay, well, uh, hmm. well, if you're happy to help us out, I mean, welcome to the coup, I guess. Yes. Is there, is there anything you need us to do to, to prepare for this, or is Mr. Grinner's work with, with Amelia sufficient? Uh, look, it's hard to say. I, I'm, I'm happy for I'm happy for Grinner to go and talk to, to Amelia. If, if the rest of you can maybe move about the festival, if you get a chance to speak to anyone, if you get a chance to maybe uh, sabotage the festival in any way to make it look like there's things going on. I, what I'm thinking is that if we can draw the attention of some of the guards who don't know that we're about to launch a coup, maybe make sure that there's things that are keeping them busy away from the main stage. That might be ideal. Yes. Um, we can definitely cause a, a distraction. Um, I, I have a question. I do have yes. a question. Um, well, not a, in, in response to what you, you're saying, um, you're saying that we have access to some of the captains, or the captain. Could you have him roster some uh, guards oh, not roster but um we could maybe fabricate a story about that wolf again um, and say that there's been sightings and he can send some of the guards to go and investigate those reports and he can specifically send ones that aren't entirely on our side could we potentially instead of fabricating the reports make it so that people do see the big wolf or a big wolf and then report it themselves I mean, oh, yeah. I do have um, I do have a signal whistle, and I gave our friend one as well. So um, that's true. We actually, do have some way of communicating. We also, I think, please correct me if I'm wrong. Have somebody who can turn into a wolf. Hey. Yes, I can. I can turn into a wolf. Not as big as the one that um, Mr. Ah, but it'll be far away, so it'll look I like. I think you, he you know. can turn into a dire wolf, can't you, Theo? What what Ciara dire Are they one? I don't. I don't have two yet because I. I put all the levels into barbarian. That's right. 
Mm, uh, well, they they uh, don't like me, so if I make myself known and run away, then his guards will probably chase me. So it's also <laughs> I mean, an option. So waving Joan around on a stick. <laughs> I, think, I, think you, I think you can turn to dry wolf, but I think what he had was a winter wolf, which is a bit more above that. Yeah, yeah. That's, that sounds right. Because he had what the cold thing? breath. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It definitely was a winter wolf. I'm just wondering if maybe you could turn into a dire wolf. Because a winter wolf is also know the difference. I, I want to know uh, if. Oh, no, it's only Challenger 81. You can turn into a dire wolf, Theo. Yeah, Ooh. yeah, I thought so. Because we were talking about this. Um, I remember saying, you know, Bear's really good, and you were like, say, no, the dire wolf's really good. And I dire remember you could. That's right. It. Yeah, of course. That was the, uh, that's what I ended up getting the Beyondling for because I wanted yeah, something both. in between. <laughs> that's right you made me create an entirely homebrew animal because you wanted the benefits of both <laughs> so i didn't give you <laughs> and i gave you the bayonle which is a bear elk I like hybrid <laughs> what do we call oh, it man. a belk or something you called yeah, it a belk, yeah. belk for a while the, the full version is the bayon which is when it's fully grown the, the younger ones are called bayonlings i haven't the have I finished what, the what? stats for the Bayon? I think I did finish the stats for the Bayon. Yeah, it's a challenge rating what, what? three. It's a big boy. Okay, so I'll get that eventually. Yeah, you cool. will. Yeah, you'll be able to grow into the adult version in a bit. But it's it's like, again, it's like the size of a dire bear. They're fucking huge. Like, they're big boys, the Bayons, when they're fully grown. And the antlers give you the charge attack, which is very handy. How much does, does it charge? Uh, too much for you to afford. <laughs> um, Just a quick fun fact. Um... Uh -oh. I know, obviously, the ranks in Barovia are different to what we have here in the real world. Yes. Uh, Lance Corporal is the second lowest rank. <laughs> <laughs> okay. I'm going to adjust it to Sergeant Amelia then. Would that be appropriate? Sergeant. That's Sergeant two specs. So then, the ranks the ranks are going to be Captain, sorry, Commander, which is the Commander of the Day and Night Watch, Captains for the Day, Captain for the Night. Then there's going to be the sergeants, and then under that are corporals and lance corporals. That does do. Does that work? <laughs> yeah, that. That's... I know nothing about military. The fact that I've been you, able to pull it off you... is purely Terry Pratchett, and I'm just literally using yeah. the ones that he uses for the uh, the I night mean, watch. Your ticket you death knowledge up here. Your uh, yeah. military knowledge down here. Yeah, I'd, yeah, yeah, I'd yeah. like to think. I'd like to think that like Grinna got to lance corporal, and he was sort of going up above it, but he kept. Like doing a lot of like disruptions and fights and brawls and kept corporals getting above that right, isn't it? Isn't it corporal, Lance Corporal then Corporal? Correct. Then Sergeant. Yeah. Then Grinner got knocked back down a lot of times. Hundred percent. He made it, he yeah, made it, it a lot higher many, many times and went Lance back corporal. down a lot. <laughs> uh, okay, so I'm going to say that it's Sergeant Amelia. Okay, Sarge. Uh, so uh, no lieutenant. No lieutenants. This is. There's no need for is a lieutenant. There a right tenant? Uh, rear admiral. Thank you. Thank you for saying it right. Hey, we're in Australia. That's how they say. Yeah, it, we're, yeah. That's that's that's, that's correct. Who, what's because people say lieutenant, do they? In, in Americans. The yeah. Wait. So, how did you say that again? <laughs> we say lieutenant. Lieutenant. Yeah. That's how you say okay, it if you're gotcha. English or Australian, or or if you just want to pronounce culture. it correctly. Yeah. All <laughs> <laughs> <Or> right. <laughs> I've never even thought there was two forms, but yeah, cool. There's not two forms. There's the right way and there's the wrong way. <laughs> there's still two forms. Yeah, there's there's metric that. and then there's, yeah, that's so. <laughs> Freedom units. <laughs> All right. Look, we got the right to be free and to have freedom with our units that don't make any sense or are consistent. That's our freedom. <laughs> So, uh, can, can I ask for uh, um, when you went around and were talking to all the people in town and 
yes. people on side. Um, did you notice any guards in particular, or anyone in particular, who seemed relatively upset about any writing that might have been found on the mayor's house recently? I, I haven't been out very much this morning. I, I couldn't comment on that. That was mostly yesterday. No one seemed to oh. upset about that. Although there was one thing that was rather unusual. A number of the guards for the Wachter family seem to be chasing cats around the place. No, that's oh, normal. That's a bit strange, isn't it? Don't, don't know about that. Don't, don't know anything They were working until quite late in the night, so they'd been ordered to, to not rest until they'd caught uh, these cats. Uh, that's actually, you know, slightly odd topic there. Those, uh, those, those people, the, the uh, Wachter soldiers, uh, do you reckon we could order them to start fighting the normal guards? Uh, if we pay them, then I, I think so, probably. I, I thought we wanted to do this with no bloodshed. Well, I don't know about this wee business, mate. <laughs> I will add in, you guys, like, you know that... Um, uh, the, the remainder of the Wokta family, Stella and Nikolai. Nikolai has offered you, like he, he, he's offering assistance in return for you helping cure his sister's madness, Stella's madness. That's why you told them to collect all the cats because you had a hypothesis that maybe her mind had been shattered into 12 cats. I don't know where that came from, but- And we were <laughs> right. Um, yeah. th that right. was clearly a Tithler hypothesis. Um, that was from Grinner, thank you. Was it? Amazing. Yeah. Um, Next tier up, but only yeah, just. Only just. <laughs> up? Um, Rude? Mm. <laughs> On the chaos ladder. Uh, you you know that, like, Nikolai has said he will wait around for a couple of days in the in the town. Like, he, he believes you that it was all Raspip who was murdering his family, that got all murdered with his family. He's, he's agreed to kind of help you guys. I mean, if you were to, to go to him and ask for his help might be a bit tricky, but if you were to, to continue your mission of curing his sister's madness or help him cure his sister's madness. You know, in reality, yeah. Stella, she just needs to go see a doctor, doesn't she? Oh, mate. Are you trying to make a joke on doctor? <laughs> it's a stretch, isn't it? It's a real stretch. Oh, that was bold. That was bold. Honestly, I think that, that actually really hurt. I, I need to stop doing that, but... <laughs> I'm gonna get it's you to roll me. Inside. I'm gonna get you to roll me a d4, please, uh, Grinner. I think we're in a sanity check. Check on that. <laughs> nah, he's, this is psychic damage he's taking as a result of that joke. Um, Self-inflicted. Self-inflicted psychic damage. As Grinner thinks about four. <laughs> the dice never lie. <laughs> please enjoy four psychic damage, Grinner. <laughs> Grinner's just crying tears of blood. As um, as Grinner does as Grinner, oh god! <laughs> As Grinner does mention the Wachters, um, you know, um, that's quite interesting. Though, um, th those uh, those two that we left behind, if we um, if we say to them that we can help them with them um, trying to bring back that you know that that um, daughter's sanity, maybe they can um, him being the, the last of that line now, I guess. He might have some power in the city, I'm not sure. Uh, being such a powerful family, we might be able to um, say if we help the, the sister as much as we can, he might throw his weight behind um, our friend here and I point to um, his mark. Yeah. I think we have a really good motivation, actually. We know that um, the sister was 
maddened or turned insane from the the Wachter family. Sorry, the the Velakovic, sorry. Mm. So um, we have so, yeah. all the ammunition we need, really. Just got to use that correctly. Because um, that name is still a powerful name right now. They obviously not everyone realizes what's happened. Um, so by all means, if he stands up um, now as the head of the family and says we throw our support behind Ismark, because literally, like that, the Velakovich family is the one that caused his sister to become that way, and yeah. almost caused the whole demise of their family. I think that extent. makes a lot of sense, to be honest. So um, there's a few avenues we can tackle here. Um, we've got the guards, we can um, get the walker to throw in, you know, their support. So um, that's a powerful family and others that you have mentioned before and you've been able to get to our side. So we've definitely got some um, cogs are rolling. Look, I think this sounds great. If you can get the support of the Wachter family, from what I've learned, they are quite an influential family. Obviously, with the Lady Wachter having... Yes, if you could get the support of her son. um... Died. Um, She died. I feel like like, um, Theodore, Theo, I think you've had quite a decent rapport with them um, above the others, uh, above us, so uh, I I would... If it's up to to you, I personally don't think I should go considering, you know, what happened. Um... No, I, 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 can, I can I can talk to him and see if he'd be willing to support our cause. Um, I know her his mother didn't really want to uh, want want the Baron in charge anyway. So, yeah, I can do this. Great. Well, it sounds like we've got a couple of different groups. Maybe Grinner heading to the Watch House to speak to. I think uh, I'm going to go with Grinner just to to support him. I'm okay. going to let him so, do the talking. I'll just be there. Just to give him some support, and I definitely don't think I should go to the Wachter house, considering that I am the one who pulled the trigger uh, at the end of it. <laughs> so yes. I don't. Yeah. Well, it'd be good to have some backup when I have to fight all the guards. That'd be good. It's so, been nice knowing you. What? <laughs> so, I would so Luther you and Grinner head to the watch house. Uh, Jonor and someone else head to the Wachter house and then two others cause a disturbance. Well, Theo, Theo to get... and Jonor can go together, I guess. Um... Theo and Jonor. Did, we want to, did Theo want to pretend to be a giant wolf, though, to draw the attention of the guards outside the city? Yeah, so I, I thought you were talking about um the... Oh, no, sorry, you are talking about the Wachter house. I got confused with the families again. Yep, don't worry. All good. Um, I can no. do that. Or, or, yeah, I can go be a wolf. If Jonah's I mean, I mean Jonah actually had a pretty Jonah had a pretty good report with them as well, actually. Yeah. Um, so maybe Jonah and like Kilian, I'd rather maybe, not go Tifler? back to the house. Okay, maybe Tifla and uh, Theo can. Yeah, do you want to come ride the wolf? wolf? Yeah, he can literally do, do the, the girl who cried wolf. <laughs> <laughs> all right, so I can do that. all right, so so me and Grinner will go to the guardhouse. I guess Killian. Um, so Killian, I guess um, if you want, you can help our friend Jonah here. Um, I know you don't really know much about the the Wachter, what happened, but um, but you, you seem clearly, very capable. You've seen Killian use magic. Killian clearly oh, knows yeah, magic. No. Like <laughs> no, he he definitely is worthwhile. Um, so I, I could definitely I could work with uh, if Theodore is going to be a wolf. I could be the the person that's like wolf and try and get the guards to come with me to hunt said wolf down. Wow. I don't. I don't think you want to hunt the wolf because the wolf is <laughs> going to be our friend. No, obviously we're not going to actually hunt. It's just I'm going to lead the guards <laughs> that I can away. I've been you waiting for this moment since I first met that, you. Bobber, hunt better the wolf. You don't do that. 
Might be better if you do it, because, you know, you've been here more than me, and... I don't know, people get scared of me. I don't know if it's the fact of, that I'm horribly burned, or the fact that I'm a goblin, but... <laughs> people don't tend to like me. So, okay, um, you already had a go about it. Well, maybe just do something about it, love. I'm trying to be subtle here, but... I'm trying, but it's a part of the healing herbs. Okay, we don't want these wounds to get septic, and then that'll be a smell, okay? I thought that was the smell. No, it's much worse than that. Oh. Yeah. That's a little bit upsetting, if I'm honest. It will be upsetting. Upsetting for your tum-tum. <laughs> All right, so if Jonal, if um, Jonal's going to the Wachter house, um, who, who will go with him, though? Anyone? I can or... go. Maybe I should brave that. Face your fears, I guess. Well, also, one thing that we actually haven't spoken about, and I don't know, maybe I'm just forgetting about it. Maybe maybe Probably. you lot have already thought about it, but uh, that the the... Bear's kid fucking hates his dad, right? Well, and he seems like he can do some shit. Are we just gonna let him sit in the attic while all this happens? Why don't we get him on side? Yeah, I, I mean, Jonah had a very good rapport with with him. Um, you promised Victor that you would meet with him at midnight after the festival uh, and teach him how to fix his teleportation circle. Oh, we hundred percent not doing that. <laughs> <laughs> Cool. <laughs> <laughs> that, that guy was kind of pretty evil. <laughs> that might cause problems later, but who knows? <laughs> I um, don't want to make assumptions, but I take it we have the we have the priest and the church's support in this as well. Oh, I don't yes. think we've actually asked him about that. No, no we have. No, no, we have. Yes, we have. Yes, hands on board. Is Mark uh, just talks over the top of it? No, no, we have. Yes, yes. Uh, Yes, Father Lucien Petrovich is on board. He's spoken about it at a couple of sermons now about the need for clear-headed and wise leadership, uh, planting the seeds of doubt in the minds of the congregation. We're, we're, we're covered. He's he's on board. He's very on board. He thinks that uh, Vargas Velakovich is a madman. Oh, that, that's really good. I did not want to have to kill him. Father, what? <laughs> well, if, if he's not on side, then he's got to go. He knows all the plans, but that's good. It's all right. Don't worry about it. I it's mean, not necessary. We, wouldn't, we wouldn't have to kill him if worst case scenario. Like, in, we, I mean, we don't have to do, do anything. But worst case scenario, you just tie him up, right? You yeah. Look, to... if, if this is the priest we kill versus the last one we met, I'm, I'm going to have some problems <laughs> with this group. You were going to say something, uh, Killian? I was just going to say I'm going to cover the priest ears up. He's probably <laughs> he's downstairs. With he's, he's downstairs in the crypt. <laughs> he's not there. He's downstairs in the crypt. He's not even privy to the plans. I heard an echo. Why are you killing me? <laughs> if my death is necessary for the greater good. No, no, he doesn't say any of that. He's down there. Do we need to have a plan B in case all of this non bloodshed doesn't go the way that we want it to? Yeah, if, if anyone comes at you and tries to stab you, you get there first. We, we've I dead mean, dead. Stab, 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 stab them. I mean, it's probably not a good basis for uh, a new government sort of starting a, the, the rain with bloodshed, so we should try and avoid that, I guess, the best of our ability. But you do bring a good point. What other, what plan B do we have that, and I look at Grinner, that doesn't involve killing half of the people in this town? Uh, all right, for starters, I'm only half joking about it. Yeah, look, anyway. If, if we're going to do it without the bloodshed, this is the best option. If there's a backup option, it's probably going to be dragging out all of the people that are trying to stab us from the town 
just leading them out somewhere. I'm, I'm not going. I had thought past that point, but if we all just run away, then I don't know. Do we win somehow still? Look, I mean, I mean, truthfully, if we set up a a competent government, uh, I don't think many of the common people will care one way or another who is really in charge. No, but it's more the people who are getting paid by the current one that won't be paid by the new one. Well, we just ensure everyone keeps getting paid, yes? I'm hoping that we can seize the Velakovich funds. I hear they have a vault full of gold. And a son full of evil doings? I, is Victor that bad? I've not heard anything about Victor that makes me think he's evil. It seems just like a shy, quiet kid from what I've heard. He's oh, naive. The greatest yeah. of evils are the ones unseen. That was almost <laughs> wisdom, Tithla. He exploded some maids. I'm sorry, what happened? Something came over me. <laughs> he, he disintegrated some maids trying to um, learn magic. Yeah, wow, that's pretty shit. Uh... <laughs> <laughs> He's... I mean, I mean, he there wasn't malice to what he was doing. He wasn't trying to hurt anyone, but um, he definitely I, I, took large risks, knowing that someone care. could get hurt. Yeah, he didn't seem to care too I, much. I don't really know how magic works, but I'm guessing it's it's like to disintegrate someone is like is that an easy thing to do, or is that like he really fucked up at that point? He really fucked up at that point. Yes. How? Where was he getting these spells from that disintegrated people? Uh, evil book. Oh, so no, actually, no. That. Actually, evil book and book on astral planes. Jonah, as you hold up the black book bound in what looks to be like this dark tanned leather, Ismark reaches over to take it. Wow, you, from this book, this is where he learns it. And he's going go to he's gonna go to flip through it. I've already glued on to the no touchy. Yeah. <laughs> Do you just like mage hand it back out of his hand again as no, he goes to I would have just done like a little swift away, a little turn. Do you want to quickly roll me a spellcasting attack? I just want to see what your spellcasting modifier is. So just a d20 yeah, plus your spellcasting sure. modifier. Oh no. Oh no. <laughs> Smark opens the book. Uh-oh. And as he oh, looks dear. down, he goes, I don't know what any of this means. And then you take the book off him. Um, Ismark is not a spellcaster, so <laughs> it's got no magic. As he looks at the book, he's like, "I, oh, uh, yeah, I, I couldn't read any of that. It just looks like scribbles that, that picture there's like a person with like a spider for a head that's not normal right it's pretty weird but um what, what do you what do you think of that pretty weird <laughs> well, i mean I, I i'm not here into it but is anyone else to... here into it <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I just i like I, I couldn't really understand what it was I, I got a very quick look at it how would i feel huh? okay all right yeah fair enough on, on the topic of brutal things, if we um, do a coup and then the thing slides the other way in, in not the favor of Vargas, and we don't want to do bloodshed, what are we going to do there? Are we just going to chuck him in, in jail or what? What's yeah, no, we don't. No, no. The plan is to the plan is to jail Vargas. I don't. I don't want. I don't want to. I don't want to kill anybody. The plan we'll is probably to probably have to uh, like beat him up and put him through some kind of public spectacle. No, 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 no. We we can do this without copying no, the a, same a, things that he people does. People which... will, will demand something. No, 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 no we'll banish him. We're, ban- we're banishing him. We're banishing him. We're banishing him, guys. We're going to banish him. No, That's he is the... far too dangerous to be let outside and to to roam free. Have you... no, the best option is to dehumanize him. You got to strip him down naked. <laughs> you got to whip him through the streets and make sure that he's not a human by the end of it. Yeah, then... like Everyone's in Game of Thrones. Uh, Ismark turns towards Killian. Killian, you've you've been in 
Barovia for some time. Uh, these people are fairly new. Uh, if, if we banish him out to the wilds, what would you give his percentage chance of survival? Uh, minus 100%. Minus <laughs> 100%. <laughs> that is you assuming he doesn't have some kind of evil friends out there that could help you? I, I mean, this, I, my plan was to... True. My plan was to wait till sundown after a day or wait, two when so... people have kind of forgotten about him, set him out without a sword or anything. I mean, he's a pampered nobleman. What's he going to do? Wait, so, Ismark, you're you're opposed to bloodshed. Yep. But you're not opposed to sending out someone to basically die. Yeah. So indirect bloodshed's all right. Absolutely. So no, direct bloodshed is not all right, but indirect I... bloodshed is yeah. fine. Well, if yeah. we wrap him up as a nice little gift and send him up the hill to the windmill, Yes, the windmill is very nice. <laughs> Killian, could I get you to please roll me a history check to see what <laughs> you know of the windmill? Roll for pies. That's 14. 14. Killian, during your time in Barovia, you have partaken of a delicious, delicious food known as a dream pastry. Anyone who eats a dream pastry, a slice of dream pastry, has wonderful dreams during the night. Falls asleep on watch too. They are very Moorish, though. You've noticed that those who partake of the dream pastry find themselves wanting for not many other foods. After your first sort of one or two slices of dream pastry in the past, your lack of funds probably prohibited you from acquiring more dream pastry easily, and you have since kicked the habit. However, you know that there is a windmill not too far out of Valaki, run by three women, a grandmother, a mother, and a daughter. Um who create these dream pastries all by themselves and travel around the wilds of Barovia with nothing but a cart <laughs> selling them. Morgana, the mother, um, the most common one that you see out and about. A raven-haired woman in her mid-40s. Um, definitely this would have piqued your curiosity about, like, how the fuck are you not being killed every time you leave as you are his simple, humble pie merchant? Um, <laughs> the questions that you ask were blown off with deflective answers involving, well, I'm pretty skilled at magic, you know. I know a few spells to get me out of trouble. Um, but you definitely, you're sus you are definitely suspicious about the windmill and what goes on there. Definitely. You've not had a chance to fully investigate at this point, but something, something seems sus about it, and you have never once touched dream pastry or dream pie after that point, <laughs> after sort of learning about these people. Do not recommend the day to a zero out of five on that. <laughs> <laughs> Tried to consume me, literally. The Yelp review is, Yelp, I'm in danger. Yelp, I'm in danger. <laughs> <laughs> More like a blood-curdling scream. <laughs> yeah, so I, the fact that they talk about bundling someone up, wrapping them up and delivering them to the windmill. I mean, you're already a bit suspicious of the windmill. At this point, in your mind, you're like, ah, oh, I think I know what goes into dream pastries. He would make a good pie, to be fair. <laughs> oh, very tender. Yeah. <laughs> I'm, I'm glad um, I do not partake in those pies anymore. I would not send a that to potentially be powerful allies for him. And also sending him into the woods could result in him becoming more powerful if he was to make a deal with somebody more powerful than him he could come back with um, an army let's say yes, I think he's safer if he's either in jail or preferably dead um, well, leaving him in jail yeah it's not I, I hate to say well no I don't hate to say it he's got to die 
he can't go to jail because he'll get out of jail eventually or he'll rot in there and that's not a nice way to go. It's It's got to be something quick and it doesn't have to be on display. We don't need to set any precedents by hanging the bastard, but we do need to kill him. I think... Public burning at the stake. Uh... A good old-fashioned Fay Revel. Uh, that's <laughs> definitely going to be a no from me on burning a man alive. <laughs> well, what about what is a basic assassination? in his home without any guards or anything involved before just he whoever can, he has in his house before he can even appear at the festival yes I, I no, think to be honest the transfer of power needs to happen he's, he's I'll got be honest um, I'm opposed to any bloodshed of any form I'd rather keep him in prison I don't want to kill him I know it's ironic <laughs> I mean whatever is I'm trying to be a suited. good Cracking, I'm trying to be a good I'm opposed guy. to bloodshed because it's a waste of good blood. Keep it bottled up so I can <laughs> sip on it later. <laughs> Bloodletting is okay though. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Look, look, Lufa, I, I get that. I, I do understand it, mate. But but there's two things there. I've been in prison as well. Surprise. Uh, but one of the one of the things was, that was two with, days ago. Uh, if, well, no, yeah, well, what brings that on up? <clears throat> so, so for when when you're locked up like that, and and we can't let him out, right? He's going to be in there forever. That is a horrible, horrible fucking existence, mate. It it and it would be a lot better if he just died. It, it would be quick. I, I would. I would. I'm happy to take that upon myself so that no one else has to carry that that burden and, and it would just be a quick little and, and off he goes we would be living with it because we will have agreed to it I thought we'd agreed that we wouldn't be doing that sort of thing very well, All right. what would you prefer would you like him to sit in a jail cell and, and yep. slowly go crazy and never see the sun again and be fed uh, gruel and waste away I we could put him on I, house arrest. I, I don't think should. that's the issue. I think the issue that you have is that you only have the support of 30% of the town guard. If you put him in jail, the other 70% might try to get him out. That is true. Perhaps he, yeah, he does need to go. Well, I, you I, know what? At the end of the day, then, I think banishing is the best bit, then. At I, least he I has some form of chance. Yeah. I think well, that's 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 is, is, the, is the problem here. <sighs> At least, even though it's minuscule, he has at least some form of a chance, at least at some survival. The thing is, if he does survive, it would only be by becoming something that we do really not want to deal with. Can I, can I make a suggestion? I, I know we want to keep him alive. Well, I don't, I don't really understand why you want to do that. But <laughs> I, from, from the sake of the town and the, the transition to new leadership, if... Let me get here, let me get my thoughts in order because Can I make this a guess is, on this what is big. Grin is gonna propose? Are you gonna chop his arms and legs off and his tongue out so he becomes a human worm? Uh, I was not actually oh, okay. I like that. <laughs> uh, no, if if we are to do this, the transfer of power needs to be as uh, as politically uh, endorsed as possible. It needs to be something that it can be a a actual normal good transfer across to new leadership without it being tainted by any of this shit so whatever we do with him needs to be done 
in the background, in the quiet, and, and I really do put my vote down for he needs to die. It does not need to be public. In fact, the more people that think he is still alive, the better, but he's got to go. Okay. Well, I, I think a public banishment would be good from all these shows, Mercy and um, gets rid of him, probably. I can see you've rolled a history check, Killian. What are you, what are you thinking? Oh, no, that was my history check from the... Yeah, that was from oh, a while back. That my roll 20, back. like, duplicated it. That's so weird. Sort of, well, yeah. <laughs> can I ask a question of the group? Mm, yes. yes are we... Go ahead. Are we here trying to help an election happen? Or are we trying to stage a coup? Because if we're trying to stage a coup, then that probably is associated with killing the leader but i thought we were here to help an election happen so that there could be somebody put in charge who could do a good job and then normal justice could prevail which would probably involve some sort of trial and then whatever that would decide happens to him would happen i don't think the six <clears throat> of us here or the nine of us it's hard to count how many people are here it's hard to see everyone there's I don't think we should get to decide what happens for this town, particularly when we just got here two days ago and we're hoping to leave again in another couple. Well, see, the thing with that is the, the burgomaster got rid of the elections. He, he did away with them and ins installed himself as a as a dictator. So Yeah, I think it was his I, father. I think once we get his mask back in, the elections can start again, but we need um, someone to take his place so we can... It's that's absolutely the plan. As soon as the Burgermeister, as soon as uh, Vargas is gone, uh, immediately instating a election system. I'm only going to stick around in power long enough to try and uh, keep the election system, uh, to, to basically get it up and running and start it out. And then I'll, I'll obviously keep running for, for Burgermeister. I think I could do a very good job, but uh, if I don't win, I'm, I'm not going to force it. The, the plan is to, to put it back to the, put the system back to how it was rather than it being an inherited title that Vargas's father set up. So what you're saying then is, if we do do this coup and take power, obviously he needs to go, but <clears throat> does that mean then that if we're doing this the right way, do we then leave it to the people to decide his fate and actually hold an election afterwards? Because he's, he's already committed a lot of atrocities. He would be able to stand for some things for yeah. sure. I guess we could. Any of the I, public beatings and other things. I look at Tifla now. Does that sound a bit more, um, is that what you sort of were hoping to envision, I guess? I just, At least along those lines. Yeah, I just don't think that we should make the decision for the town. We haven't lived through his reign of terror. The people of the town have. They should have the ownership of what a punishment should be. Can, can, I, can I add to that slightly? Uh, if if we do that, which honestly it had actually even occurred to me, and it's not half a bad idea, Tip. I'll, I'll give you that one. Uh, the Thank idea you. of a, a genuine trial. Who would have thought it? But uh, if if we do that, we need to be careful of who exactly is on uh, the. What, what are they called? The, the the thing with all the people that stand up and vote on whether we kill him or not. No, uh, we don't. Well, we do to an extent in that a lot of the guards and whatnot still want him around, and I think 
if it's going to be fair, it does need to be fair well, somehow. I don't know that's, assuming that, that's assuming that all the guards want him around. 70% of them are just probably terrified of him. Well, sure. But if the town predominantly wants him around, then that's what the town... I do, the, town the town does not predominantly want him around. The, the guards are happy with him because he pays them more than they used to get under the old system, but... And, and he basically lets the like take things unchecked. So, I think I think we can change this. I, I think that opinions So what you're saying then is, if we do get rid of him, and the guards are obviously they're they're, they're pretty well off at the moment, we need to give them some incentive then to keep them on our side. I think I think it wouldn't take much. I think if we can keep them paying at the same amount they're currently being paid for at least the first six months, and then maybe look at reviewing their pay after that getting rid of some of the bandits he's outright hired because I hear that some of them are just actual bandits that he hired, <laughs> brought in as guards we can weed out them and yeah, I, I'm perfectly happy to just leave it up for all the citizens so no one in any position of authority, just the regular citizens are the ones who get a vote, so the priest is out let's say Blinsky's well, out he doesn't get a vote, no guards, it's just the people who reside within the town, and they're the I'm ones who vote that. on his fate, I'm, I'm okay with that, and I don't get a vote either once once we're gone, like Tiff was saying, you know, we're only here for a few more days and we move on. Yeah. The people here have to live with this um, and they're the ones that have to decide their own fate, I guess. Yeah, I think so. I, I like this idea. I'm I'm well and truly on board. Yeah, I, I could get behind that. I, I, it didn't even occur to me, but it's not a half bad idea. Done. Thank you. Well, I think it's time we head out and complete our various... Uh various missions. Do you want to meet Journal? back here before the festival kicks off in the evening? Journal? Yes. We, was, uh, one one comment was um, actually, oh, an outer game. So I rolled Hello. a D15 to figure out. So when I was, when I pulled out my wings and then flew away, yeah. you made a comment of he has particularly unusually strong grip. I yeah. rolled to see, would I remember if that was the case? Yes, um, definitely. Yeah. So does that, does that strike just, me as anything a he bit He just unusual? had a very... Yeah, just very strong grip, stronger than you're expecting from a man who's spent his entire life as a minor lord of a town. Yeah, as, as he gripped, okay. gripped your handshake, gripped your hand in a handshake. Yeah, very strong grip. Sure. Was sure. it strong in that sort of manic, crazy person strength that some people have, or strong be. in that like actually worked out in the basement every evening sort Could, of strength? Yeah, hard. Look, hard, hard to tell. I one of them fits very closely with the character. <laughs> you've uh, experienced so far it's the working out isn't it i'll leave i'll leave it up to you guys Jim, bro. <laughs> i will say guys here gotta get some sick reps in before i torture this person for not smiling <laughs> yeah, sorry, Jay, um look guys i do want to say that this man may be a bit he might have he might be able to pack a bit of a punch so just careful when you're standing around him i, I think he's a i will um what he shows to add to that as well knowing his son and what he's gotten up to who knows what the father's gotten up to in his own private time and what he has access to but yeah, if the son's willing to disintegrate someone to get away from him then he must be pretty shit Ken, i just i had a i had a thought uh uh tifla open that open that book again where's that page i ripped out ah ah here and she just holds the page yeah Where's where's that bit about the flowers? It's on this page. No, I know. I just you can't understand it. Look at your writing, love. No one can read that shit. I'm trying to read it. Give me a minute. I'm trying to read what it says. I'm trying to here the solar lily. Yeah, that that's that. Uh, that's a sort of poison, isn't it? 
That's so a sleepy I, tea. I'm not sure why you've written down the solar lily because that definitely wasn't the flower. That that it was <laughs> it was valerian root that <laughs> made the tea that made you sleepy. What but I've I, got you, written down. That's, so that's exactly what I'm saying. exactly. Yeah, yeah, no, no, exactly. I'm the solar lily, hundred yeah. percent. So so. Does that grow? What if all I'm thinking, right, is if this bloke is strong and going to be a problem, then we put him to sleep. We we get make him. We don't put him all the way to sleep, but we just get him super drowsy. I actually have it in my notes, the Lyrian roots, so I'm going to counter that. (laughs) I think you're mistaken. I don't know what solar lily is, but I have. I think it was the Lyrian root, actually. I actually actually have have solar lily. I think. I think Tisla's right. I have solar lily drowsy tea leaf right here. Oh Jesus Christ! So what is what is that? Look, <laughs> Tom, my, you've my got the, mind notes say Valerian Tom has the roots, biggest so. shit-eating grin on I've ever seen. <laughs> it's actually true. <laughs> what did you eat shit, or did you actually <laughs> eating shit? I'm Great. So yeah, I'm pretty sure it's right. solar lily. So if we collect a bunch of those solar lilies and, and we, we make drink it. <laughs> okay, so I'm sorry. I need to come back a step. What's solar lily then? Well, it's that shit that puts the people to sleep. You just wrote it down. What the fuck? No, are you I, about? I know, but others in the group don't know how to write properly and have written down the wrong thing clearly. Um, so. I'm <laughs> just going to say... That for those of you who actually do know your rough herbology, valerian root is a genuine sedative, not just in D&D, it is in our world. <laughs> it, actually... it tastes and smells appalling. It's so bad. It's like old feet. It's bad. Um, but like if, if you were able to extract it, uh, obviously the flavor and scent isn't going to be as much of a problem. But I like for those of you, I'm going to say for, <laughs> for Theodore and for Luther, you're both like one million percent confident that it's the Valerian <laughs> root that was the sedative. The solar lily, you think that might have been possibly the sigil that Rill had on his <laughs> shields. So close. <laughs> that tracks. <laughs> on account of it being a symbol of the sun, <laughs> the solar lily. Well, how about this? Um, I look at those two. How about um, you guys have got important things like Gruno? I'll, I'll catch up with you. I'll quickly gather some solar lily for us, and I sort of, yep. Yeah. yeah, all right. Um, hey, do you want me to show you what it looks like? Sure, go. On. Do you know what it looks like? No. Is that a Valerian root? <laughs> <No>. are, <you, laughs> are you drawing really quickly, Jacob? <laughs> No, I wasn't. Oh, I thought for I a second you were like too. drawing a picture as Tithler to hold up. I got really excited. I was like, ah. Oh. So, and this makes sense too because from what I remember, me and Theodore were the ones that actually found out what yeah. it was because I was yeah. the one that saw him take it. You're the two who went to the garden. Yeah. And he's the one that discovered what the tea was. Jonah never left the church. I'm going to go back and rewatch the episode and see what was going on, okay? Views up, don't you, Owen? This is all elaborate scheme to drive views. And you too can head back and watch all past episodes. <laughs> YouTube slash The Lost Archives D&D. Um, oh my all goodness. Right. Well, anyway. Uh, well, if, um, if the festival only starts tonight, we'll only need the wolf destruction then, correct? So I should, I could probably go see the um, 
Velakovic boy? Um, if Jonah's going to the Wachter boy? Yeah, I, absolutely. I wondered if maybe you could like get some of the guards out hunting for the wolf around the place before the evening, but you could head, definitely head to Victor first and then, yeah, I'll, then do I'll, that. I'll you could do both. In, in, the, in the afternoon, yeah. Yeah, you could do both. Absolutely. And um, Theodore, did you want... Who was who heading with you? Oh, it was you and um, you and uh, Killian, correct? You two were going to be traveling. Yes. Well, yes. If, if you wanted... If you wanted to meet up with me before you head out, I, I will also uh, come and join you. I only have tasks for the morning. I can help um, Killian. I can help you with uh, calling out alarm for the wolf and maybe helping to convince the guards to go and chase down Theo and hopefully uh, run a distraction to help get Theo out of trouble afterwards if you need. I, I can assist with that. Let, uh, let me help. I was going to say, what is, is Mark doing? Like, oh, wait, staging the coup, right? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> St staging a coup. <laughs> yeah, right, yeah no, good plan. Sounds good. I would be very appreciative of the help. Thank you. Of course. Well, I think then, uh, Ismark, was there anything else? No, I think that uh, I think that just about covers everything. If you are all if you are all ready to to head out, I think we'll we'll do so. We'll meet back here, uh, roughly sixth bell, maybe fifth bell, and make sure that we're ready in the marketplace in the uh, in the town square. All right. I'm off to go meet with uh, Arasek, see if I can get him on side. Um, any any advice? You guys have hung out with Arasek a few times. You've spoken with him. What, what, anything I need to know? Probably no solar lilies. It might make him a bit sleepy. Is that, uh, Arasek's the guy who runs the general store, right? Uh, Gunther Arasek, yes. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, he is a um, look, reasonable man, but he's driven mostly by, by profits in his own own business rather than any sense of altruism. Yeah, it's uh, a, if we it's back, uh, he'll scratch your sort of situation. Yeah, yeah. So if, if we give him more incentive. You'll be good for business, then I'm sure he'll be on side, but I don't think he'll offer any support strongly either way until he knows which way the um the dice fall, so to speak. Yeah, sure. I'm guessing having a madman in charge of the town is probably not good for business, so hopefully probably that's enough not. of a... You definitely need to appeal. You definitely need to appeal. You definitely need to appeal to his business side. He's uh, financially driven, like everyone else has said. Maybe. So, um, go on. Sorry, Tifla. Sorry, I was just gonna say, and maybe don't offer to carry, help carry his his wine in. Yeah, unless, not unless you can hold it all. Yeah. And don't offer him dogs that turn into cats. Probably don't offer him uh, anything. Just Unless it's think money, about he does like money. money. Yeah, that's that's it. Uh, oh. I'm just I'm just imagining Ismark <laughs> saying all of this in order as you say it to Gunther. Gunther going, what what the fuck are you talking about? What what is this that you are saying? I don't understand. First you offer me tax cuts, then you tell me a madman can't be in charge, then you tell me I can't offer you anything, then you offer me a cat that is not a dog but is also a cat that is a dog. What is going on? You're just I'm sorry, confusing Gunther, me. We said not that stuff. I don't understand. Truly, really, after all our descriptions, we've essentially described Mr. Krabs. Yeah. <laughs> SpongeBob. SpongeBob, me boy. SpongeBob, me boy. Oh my god. Maybe I should have done that voice for uh, for this for Gunther Arasek rather than uh, Gunther Steiner from uh, from the F One team. It's, anytime there's a man called Gunther, it's got to be uh, got to be Gunther's voice from uh, from Formula One. Um, all right. Well, perfect. Well, it sounds like you all have a all have a good plan. I'll I'll meet with you at the fifth bell. Perfect. As everyone starts dispersing, I do. I've been looking at my notes. I'm gonna. As everyone starts dispersing, I will quickly grab Killian. Yeah. Um, okay. Hello. So, oh, Killian. Oh. Um. 
I know, I know you've been around these uh, in Barovia a lot longer than us. We were originally sent here, actually, to um, find some missing adventurers. And I'm yeah. wondering if you have any potential evidence about their whereabouts, maybe if they ever came this way. So um, I literally, Owen, tell, I ask him about um, if he's seen a female half-elf wizard, a male dragonborn fighter, and a female Maloran orc barbarian. So... Uh, I've just This is going realized, way back when. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, no, no. Oh, yeah. Um, when you say Maloran Orc, that's going to mean absolutely nothing to Killian because he is not from... Uh, he's not from that's fine. He's not from the homebrew world. So when you go, oh, yeah, so I'm a Maloran Orc, you're like, a what now? <laughs> like, well, for the moment, yeah. An um, Orc? Uh, so, wait, does he actually know what an Orc? He knows what an Orc is. Right? He knows what an Orc is. Oh, yeah, 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 I know what an Orc is, yeah. Yeah, yeah he's not Maloran. Uh, so, um, oh, yeah, I guess... Um, Okay, we're obviously not from the same plane. Um, so definitely, uh, it's basically like an, an average orc that you probably have experience with. Um, just from our world, it's a, a particular sort of subsect. So yeah, uh, um, this is what we've been searching for, and um, I'm just wondering if you have potentially any inf info on them. As you think back, Killian, could you please make me a history check? See if you've encountered any of these individuals before. I'll also say the names as well: um, Polyus for Valencia and Fenric Sage, Sage Spark and Honorash Sea Spray. You are really consistent with those history rolls. Yeah, it's Killian, in. <laughs> you it, the 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 Red Dragonborn. Yes, you 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 did interact with a Red Dragonborn, a Red Dragonborn mage or wizard. You're not sure which. Um, in the town of Valaki, probably within the first month of you arriving, when you still had most of your um, most of your party with you, um, there was a, a dragonborn mage who had been traveling through. Um, you didn't spend any real time with him. He was in the tavern at the Blue Water Inn, uh, buying drinks from the um, the Martikovs. But I mean, didn't didn't really say too much to him, uh, rather than a quick hello. Um, yeah, recognized him as a dragonborn, as an outlander. Um, that's a good question, actually. Would Killian have approached him and sort of asked any questions? Knowing I've just realized that knowing that dragonborn are very rare in Barovia, pretty much exclusively having been brought through the mists, would Killian have asked anything of him? Definitely would have gone up to him and, and spoke to him. As you said, coming from Killian's from the Sword Coast as well, yeah. so has seen a lot of dragonborn um and Killian, i'm very gonna intrigued. i'm gonna throw us back in time then we're gonna role play that interaction because i think that could cool. be very Damn, interesting okay. yeah because i think it could be very interesting you might you cool. might learn some things let's let's do it this could be really interesting it's worth looking um, at notes as you it is worth looking at notes as killing as you as you approach the bar your other companions sitting down grabbing a drink as you head up to, to get yourself another drink sitting at the bar um is a are you showing us your notes jacob what? yeah follow lily Okay. Um, <laughs> as uh, as as you as you head up to the bar, Killian, you see a red dragonborn, quite lithe with uh, very bright red scales, um, sitting drinking from a uh, a large flagon. Um, he seems to be dressed in padded robes that uh, lie atop one another, almost um, very unusual garb, very different to what you've seen dragonborn wear on the Sword Coast. These seem to be far more desert designed um clothing like layered uh cloth that's been padded and then marked with these arcane sigils the colors are these beautiful swirls of midnight blue uh light violet uh, and indigo uh, and as you approach and, and sort of 
signal to uh, to the Martikov bartender who pours you a drink. The dragonborn who looks over at you, uh, you can see has only one eye. The other, his right eye is scarred with a, a large um, a large scar cutting through the upper lid and down onto his cheek. As he turns towards you so he can see you with his good eye, gives you a nod. Hello there. Oh, uh, hello there. I, I've not seen a dragonborn in Barovia. Uh, I don't recognize the garb that you're wearing. Where, whereabouts are you from, friend? Chiari from the uh he sort of looks at your face waiting for signs of recognition when he sees sees none sort of like droops out a bit and goes uh Nostea no no it's it's fine none have none have recognized the name so far from what I can tell people from many different worlds are brought here guessing my world yes. is not the same as yours no no I'm I'm from a, a city called Neverwinter so um Sounds lovely. Sounds like the perfect place to be. Never winter. I, I'm a fan of the heat myself. So, oh, well, I mean, it's, it's, it is good. Uh, where? What are you? Uh, are you here alone? Are you with anybody? I, I have a group of traveling companions, and I gesture with my left hand, which I have. Yeah, you still have at this point. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> oh, that's cool. That's cool. Um, I no, I have some companions. They're just out gathering supplies. I, I felt I needed a quick drink. It's been a rough few days. Traveling through the mists uh, and uh, the lands around. It is not fun. This is our second time in in this particular town. Have you uh, have you been here long? No, no. In Barovia, I mean. Uh, no, only only been here for a few days. Uh, traveled through the uh, traveled through the mists. We we were exploring a house, this uh, this manor house, uh, towards the north of one of our major cities. Uh, reports of it having great treasure. But unfortunately, when we entered, it was weird, disturbingly haunted, some sort of malfunctioning portal, and we were pulled through, and we attempted to uh, attempted to uh, to leave. Brought here. I've heard of, I've heard stories like that before. My my incident was more uh, walking through the woods. And there was a large caravan of us, um, my party, and then. Uh, other travelers and these mists began coming in and people started to get picked off and disappeared we found a couple of bodies as we tried to get through the mist but it seemed to lead us in a direction and then we um came just outside these city gates that sounds that sounds horrifying it it was yes the the mists are no joke no we uh we've lost one of our number to uh creature in the mists, a wraith of some sorts. He sort of goes quite quiet for a moment, raises his drink as if in a silent toast, takes a long draft. Well, uh, Fenric holds out a clawed hand to shake your hand. I'll shake it with my left hand. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Killian. <laughs> uh, Killian. Uh, Lovely to meet you. Where Good, strong is it name, you are he- Thank you. Uh, where are you headed next, um, Maybe my companions uh, and I are heading in the same direction. We've heard there's a, an abbot uh, far to the uh, far to the north of where we are now. We thought we'd head there. One of our number has uh, sustained uh, an injury, a damaged leg. They're not able to walk very fast. We're hoping this abbot might be able to heal them. We'd heard tales that uh, he was a particularly powerful healer. So we're headed there mm. next. Injured leg sounds like it would take a very long time to heal. I I hope that you are able to get your friend there and they have a swift recovery. 
Thank you. It's, uh, it's very nice of you to say. Thank you. I hope your companions uh, have an easy journey as well, as, as easy as it can be in these accursed lands. Uh, where are you headed next? Uh, we are heading over to uh, Lake Azarovich, uh, just on the, uh, just around the west side of it. Sorry, I had to quickly yeah, yeah. encompass <laughs> markings in my head. Indeed. Well, uh, we've uh, heard uh, tales of a, we've heard stories of a uh, group of people there, not who, uh, tribes, people who there who are um, savaging the land. So we have been asked to go and or we've offered should i say to go and um look into it a bit further so that's very brave it of you. Is... i Thank wish you. you all i wish you all a speedy trip and, and fair fortune on your journey thank you very much um may kellenvore and you can see hmm. for everybody that i'm in full plate mail armor with uh, symbols of kellenvore all over it uh, I'm not basically I'm not wearing anything that you would see in present timeline I'm a full-blown cleric, cleric at, at this point. point yeah 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 Ooh, yeah interesting well um, um I've not heard of uh, this god Kellenvor I'm sorry to say but um I I, I accept Kellenvor's blessing in the uh, in the nature and uh in the gift in which it was given and um thank you I thank you there's a fight, and I'm going to just grab the tray of drinks that I've ordered, and I'm going to walk over to the group, to my, back over to my tray. I'm going to turn and order one more drink for my new Dragonborn friend here. Yeah. Uh, safe journeys, friend. Thank you. To you too. Gives you a nod, a smile, finishes his drink, gratefully takes the other, drinks it quite quickly. Gives your group a final nod and a wave, and then just before he's about to leave, he pauses reaches into his spellcasting pouch and pulls out a small ruby, which he places, walks over to your group, places on the table. We found this in the uh, the house. Uh, I have a number that I've collected. I'm hoping that I might be one day able to use them to create a teleportation circle out of here. These are from my world. If such a thing were to come in handy for you, I would be most pleased. If you are able to make sense of the the magic that keeps us trapped here, I would hope that this is some assistance to you. Thank you, thank you very much for this. This um, uh, finding a way out of here is one of the goals that we have. But um, I thank you for your assistance with this. And once you're your finished, generosity. once you're finished at the lake, uh, if you happen to be back here in Velakovich. Uh, uh, Valaki, sorry. Uh, I'm to be back here in Valaki. DM fault. Uh, if you happen to be back here in Valaki and my companions and I have returned from getting our companion healed with the abbot, I wouldn't mind if we had a chat about this count. Indeed. Definitely. I will see you soon. And you never saw him again. Man, you guys. What happened? <laughs> I, I, I tell this story to Luther while holding the ruby I pulled the ruby out as I've told the story and the final thing I'll say to Luther is and that is one of the reasons why I came back to came back here was to see if he had returned and then I'd heard tale of a gentleman matching Grinner's description so I'd hoped that they may have been together but un Unfortunately not, but it sounds like you know this person. 
Don't um don't know them per se, but we were sent to investigate their disappearance, and we found ourselves in the same in the same predicament that they fell into. It's good to know that their their number is still alive. Um, we actually have business in Kresk. I think that's what it's called, Owen. Kresk. Yeah. Um, that's where the abbot is. So um, this Killian, thank you very much for that information. That was um. That will help us greatly um, with this endeavor. But hopefully, um, I mean, if you ever want to talk about anything that's went down, uh, it sounds like you were a priest once of Kalimvor. So, actually, that's a good question. Like... How much of your own physical description actually, would you yeah. have Did given? you actually tell me that? That's a good point. Because I. Like, it's not a natural thing to do to be like, well, at that time, I was wearing full plate mail and looking like <laughs> a fucking a badass. That's looking <laughs> like, yes. No, that's, more, that's more like an audience perspective. But I would yeah. say that I've probably, on top of having the um, the, the ruby. ruby in my hand, I've probably pulled out a very bloodstained symbol to Kellen Vore, and it's in my hand as well. So you yeah. could definitely tell that it's some sort of... Sorry, I, I won't. I won't. I'll, I'll take back what I said because that's obviously very um like a bit more meta, knowing what you like the story. Um, I definitely. I, that seems more of a touchy subject. I probably won't. I don't want to be rude, and I won't press that because that seems like it might be a touchy thing. Um. But no, perfect. Um, Killian, thank you so much for that. Um, like I said, that information that'd be that'd be very worthwhile. Um. And Ruby as well will um, serve us very well, I suspect. Um, we might have a way out with the part of teleportation circle. You've got the goods. We've got possibly the spell. We're uh, halfway there. Yes, if we could all meet up again and all escape, that would be that would be well, very good. From from what my f friend had said, from what our, our friend, I should say, had said he, he had multiple of these. So hopefully you'll have enough to get everybody out. That would be good. I mean, we already have part of a teleportation circle with um, with the Victor's um, disintegration circle. Um, <laughs> Teleport to to a different place. So perhaps we um, <laughs> we, we don't um, murder Victor just yet. And um, I'm sorry, what? We've uh, talked about murdering him many times. Remember, he was so, the victim. Exactly. Yeah. So, what? Uh, Killian, um, have you actually been to Kresk? I have not, no, no. My, my party and I, uh, we travelled to the western side of Lake Zarevich, and that is where I lost contact with them and my hand, and uh, that's where everything changed for me. Well, in our travels, we'll, um, because we're going that way, we'll, we'll, um, We'll keep an eye out for your companions, and hopefully, when we sort of, you know, we're able to sort of meet again, uh, maybe we'll have some good news for you. Um, that that will save you at least searching in that part of the land. Thank you. And if and if you do happen to find your your friend, uh, our, our mutual acquaintance, please uh, tell him that I send my regards. I shall. Perfect. I, I definitely want to ask. Like, I, there's like a curiosity now. Like, I want to find out about his hand. I want to find out about the blood stain. But like, it, in like, sort of like, it, it feels to. It would be rude to sort of press that. But we, so, we just got to wait for him to die, and then we'll just do um, speak with Ed. <laughs> yeah, talk to Ed. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we just won't let this guest character get away from us this time. 
<laughs> oh, <God. laughs> well, I think that is a really good place to wrap up for tonight and then come back next session, split the party three ways. I'm sure that'll end well. And have you each complete your individual missions. It's a bloodless coup. It'll all go fine. Oh, yeah. <laughs> we actually have a fairly good plan. Like, this is unusual. What? What could go wrong? Every famous. Well, you've jinxed we it now. <laughs> well, I think that is a really good place to wrap up for tonight. Thank you so much, everybody, for joining us. Thank you again, special guest Josh, uh, for uh, for coming and joining our uh, our Curse of Stride campaign uh, from Roll Together RPG. It's been awesome having you on. Super keen to have you uh, for next week as well. If you're still uh, still keen to to hang out with us. Oh yes, definitely. Yeah. This is great fun. Thank you. That's We've made a plan. We now have to execute the plan, wait for the plan to go off the rails, and yeah. then throw away the plan. Yes. And then yeah, execute yeah. somebody. <laughs> <laughs> and, then, and then execute Order 66. Um, <laughs> that's how it normally goes down. Well, thank you so much, everybody, for joining us. It has been wonderful having you along for our Curse of Australian campaign. Unfortunately, this is the only uh, D&D slash RPG this week. Um, there will be no Avatar Legends tomorrow night and no Return of the Giants on Wednesday night. Unfortunately, I am away and unable to host those sessions. But we will be back again next week with our three campaigns. Curse of Strahd on Monday, Avatar The Last Airbender, uh, Avatar Legends on Tuesday, and uh, Return of the Giants on Wednesday. So, yeah. I guess yeah. uh, if Brune, if you're listening, um, your monster won't be appearing this Wednesday. Yes, Probably next I've, week. I'll but message. I'll message Brune. We had a community, um, uh, community uh, channel point spend for a uh, summon monsters for uh, Return of the Giants. I didn't get a chance to do it last session, and we won't be doing a session this week. So we definitely, definitely will be doing it next session. Um, he sent me the encounter. It's very funny. I'm looking forward to uh, to doing it. It's it's fantastic. I'm. I, Jared's really good at not metagaming. I'm happy to share it here for you guys listening. Um, it's a bunch of drunken dwarves who mistake the party for uh, some people who owe them money, <laughs> which is going to you know be what? a lot of you fun. You know what? That's that's great because now like I'm the only one who's going to know it, so I'm going to be sitting there waiting for everyone else's reactions to just. just hey, some fucker owes us money. Looks a lot like you, shites. <laughs> As you guys walk up, because all dwarves are Scottish, we know that. Uh, thank you so much everybody have a lovely night we will see you all again next time but until then stay safe stay well and have a lovely time goodbye